Welcome to Jim and Sam's show. <laughs> Here on a Wednesday morning. Morning, Sam. Good morning, Jim. Morning, Troy. Coop. Mike and Trav. Morning, Jim. Hi, Jim. Do you think that's a nice way to start the show? Yeah. Kind of doing a roll. We're going to do roll call every morning. Roll call. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Felt bad yesterday. I, I fucked up a little. No. I don't normally double book things, but I was supposed to do the bonfire. Fizzle, night. fizzle, I think is what they're calling it. I have not heard that, but I oh, like okay. it. I understand why they would call it that. The biz fizz? Yeah. yeah. But I died, uh, I'd got felled, and I just wrote the date down wrong. So I fucked up. So you, you said uh, I gut, felt, gut fell, fuck off? No, I did gut fell, and I, I told Bobby. I, uh, but, but they After had, all the stink that you made about not getting invited to the bonfire, you blew him off day of. Well, it wasn't a blow off. It was simply, they, they, Bobby had told me they were doing this thing. Now I can tell you what it was. But they were going to bring in this, they had this trans model coming in, and they were going to sketch her naked, so they wanted me to be in for that. And I'm like, yeah, sh- of course. Yeah. But they didn't have her booked, and I already had Gutfeld booked by the time Bobby gave me a date, and I had wrote Gutfeld down wrong. So I'll go do it in the next couple weeks if they want. But I, I like fucked that. up. That's a power move. It is what? a power move. To get Bob to call the show, to scold him for not booking you correctly. Well, I only said that because Paul was saying, do you have a bone to pick? So I had a bone to pick with Bob. Right. And then day of, you're like, yeah, I wrote that down wrong. I'm not doing your show. No, I felt power bad. Move. No, I like that. Big power move. Yeah. I would hey, you basically swing that. Yeah, swing you, that around. Jim. You lay your shaft down on the table and let him know there's a difference between the mornings and the evenings. Okay, but I didn't get to draw her shaft. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I know you did. I actually wanted to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you laid down the power dynamic on this channel, or I just kind of um, acknowledged that I'm sloppy once in a while, but I very rarely do that. But I feel very bad about it. I even sent Bob a picture of the mistake. So you could prove it? Yeah. It's like when you're a kid. I know. No, my dog really did eat the homework. Because it's like we've all lied so many times in our lives, but when you're telling the truth and you fuck up and you have proof, you're like, oh, I really... Yeah. You can't complain anymore, though. I was even complaining then. I just happened to think Paul Verzi was there. Yeah, next time... Paul's fault. (laughs) You can't blame Paul. Yes. He does have that energy where you're like, oh, I want to be mad at something, too. It was Verzi. I was was very fine, and Verzi came in... You started shit. Verzi's bones are, they're contagious. Yeah. You want a bone to pick as well? Oh, yeah. I got so mad when a guy put a boot on my car. It's like, Sam, you gave him 50 bucks. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you weren't that mad. No, I guess I wasn't. I just wanted to be like Paul. Sure. And then you were like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I didn't get booked on the bonfire right. Yeah. You didn't really feel that. You just wanted Paul to like you. No, I had mentioned to Bobby uh, that I wanted to. He goes, yeah, dude, we're doing this thing. We'd love to have you in for it. And that was it. Yeah, it wasn't. It was Paul. And then you no-showed. No, I, I, I just... And you were like, psych! Psych! I made a, a, a grave error. Yeah. I wrote down Tuesday the 12th. I like it. Keep Bob For Gutfeld. Yeah. Yeah, because it keeps Bob in his place, because it's like, here are two shows more important than yours. Mine and Gutfeld's. Well, I didn't say mine. I mean, Gutfeld, yeah. Yeah, you have a, to do. It is a power move on your part, though, because you're like, I'm not the easiest person in the world to get to do your show. You but never I'm, know. I'm I'm pretty 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 well booked up. That's actually the opposite. I'm actually so easy to get on the show. Apparently not. That I don't even realize that I occasionally do have one other thing booked. I'm I'm normally so available. Oh, so can you do it tonight? Tonight? Yeah. No, I have my one hour oh. at the Fat Black Pussycat. <laughs> oh. oh, that's too bad. Yeah. 
Look, you're a busy guy. You try to downplay. You try to be a man of the people. But the fact is, you're pretty Hollywood. I just made a mistake. That's all. You made a mistake thinking that you were one of us. That was the mistake. You're the man around these parts. You got to own that. I mean, you're not wrong. They call you tripod. <laughs> okay. Because you swing that thing. It's my penis. Your penis. It's nice. <laughs> it's a nice thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah, except for, it's the worst, though. The camera keeps tipping over because one leg of the tripod is soft and limp. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's one of those like cheap Amazon tripods, but a tripod nonetheless. Yeah, it's, it's not it's very efficient. $30. They don't stock them at B&H, but still a tripod. So the length of the legs are still impressive. Yeah. Just not functional. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So apologies. I bumped into Jay and Burt last night as I was leaving, because Fox is right next door. So right. As I was leaving. Yeah, Burt Chrysler was on. Uh, I know. With them. I know. I guess he's uh, doing the second leg of promotion for the Machine movie. Is that I don't, why he's I don't in know town, or is it a fully loaded thing? No, he's in town. He's doing a Forest Hill Stadium this weekend for yeah. Fully Loaded. Nice. I think it kicks off this weekend. That's... Oh, it hasn't even started yet? No, I think this is the first one. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Burt said he hadn't been on in a while, right? That's awesome, yeah. dude. Imagine yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, I got to get this press done for my big national mainstream movie, so I can get that out of the way before I start my multi-city arena festival tour. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm glad I'm on two of them. I never get invited on stuff like that, so I'm happy to be doing. You're two in of the mix them. now. Well, you know, popping up on podcasts, popping up on these uh, festival tours. You're yeah. in the mix, bro. Well, I don't know. That's what they say. My one agent. What's used the deal to with Jim Norton? He's in the mix all of a sudden. My agent used to say, "We want to start some chatter." <laughs> I told him don't ever say that again. Yeah. No, that's when you know it's time to find a new agent. <laughs> he was a great agent. I'm sure he was. Great agent. But he said the word chatter. It's the last thing you want him to say. I don't like the word chatter no. at all. Is Bert traveling up by bus for this? Yep. He that's might awesome. be. He yeah. might be. Hotels are very hard to get in uh, in um, New Hampshire because there's a biker rally that weekend. Mm. Or this, this coming weekend, actually. Saturday, Sunday. This not this. This I'm sorry. This a Saturday. Week from this, this weekend. No, no, no. This weekend. Oh, it is this weekend. I'm leaving. I'm going up late Friday night. I'm this Saturday. This weekend might be sold out. And this Sunday there was some tickets left, but it's still. It's That's very awesome. much great. Yeah. That's awesome. What a weekend you're going to have. It's going to be fully loaded. Nah. <sighs> God damn it, man! I'm just trying to get some chatter started. Ah, uh, yeah. Just trying to get the people talking. I've seen. You know what the fans in Oakland did for the for the athletics yesterday. <laughs> What'd they do? And I'm like, uh, you know, this is we need to figure out some kind of. They did a reverse boycott. You know, the fans, uh, I guess, want them to sell the team. Yeah. Why? So they they can stay. Yeah. Like, yeah. They sell it to somebody who wants to, you know, keep the team in Oakland. In Oakland, but they haven't been going to games. Well, they went yesterday. And well, no, they're not going to games because first of all, up until yesterday, they were the worst team in baseball. Right. Uh, they're playing really well right now, but they were the worst team in baseball. They announced that they're going to move the team. Okay. Yeah, yep. they already announced it. You know? Yeah, and so they were like, let's do a reverse boycott. Let's all show up. We'll wear our T-shirts. We'll make noise. And All and, those green shirts you see say sell. Right. And so at one point in the game, they started chanting sell the team. And it's just so funny because the whole stadium is chanting sell the team. They sold a ton of tickets for that game. But they're clearly... 27,000. 27,000 tickets were yeah. sold? That's awesome. They've been drawing like 2,000. 
Yeah, they're clearly so unfamiliar with selling that many tickets to the games that the players, once the whole, or when the sound of 27,000 right. people chanting is like a complete, it throws them off completely. Like, how do we And play? it was very impressive how the plan was executed flawlessly. Like, you the no plan one heard was, about it? The plan, no, well, no, everybody knew that this was happening, but the plan was top of the fifth inning, be completely quiet for the first batter, which they were. And then everybody just started chanting, sell the team. Wow. It's amazing. Like, most of this stuff starts, and, like, it all sounds good on a Facebook post, and everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to do that, and then nobody does it. Right, like when they were going to take over Area 51. Yeah, instead they just were like, you know. <laughs> it turned into a, 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 a fun a, a space band dance weekend. <laughs> 175 people having an alien party. <laughs> yeah, outside of the fence. <laughs> outside, yeah. in a very legal area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't discover anything. Yeah, no, they did not. <laughs> but this, they pulled it off. You want to see a bit I of do, it? yeah, yeah. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, it was great. Series behind 0 and 2. Here, here's a funny story. Is my wife would take. By the way, can you pause for a second? I feel bad for this commentator because it's like he. This video went everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. this story isn't meant to be in a video that goes everywhere. Like it's just the story before the thing happens. But he's like, here's a funny story. I guarantee it's not a funny story. <laughs> well, it's not. But it was supposed to be listened to by like just a couple people that are still watching the Oakland game. Yeah. Not the whole world, it's like, oh, there was a happening? He didn't realize this story was the prelude to a happening. I want to hear the funny story, though. Oh, man. I would like to have a laugh. <laughs> Hope it doesn't involve the Negro League Museum. Oh, that would... That'd be a hilarious story. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last guy on the yeah. album. <laughs> yeah. I have a story. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No stories. No, no stories. they're just losing commentators left and right. Okay. Series behind 0 and 2. Here, here's a funny story. My wife would take our kids to baseball games. I was working in uh, in Texas, and even coming here to Oakland, our youngest, who's now 21, Sophia, my wife told her, "You can't have cotton candy. You're allergic to it." And she believed it all the way till she's like 18 years old. Is that funny? No. Swinging a fair ball. Well, this is supposed to be base. for everybody. By just... the way, that's that's only a funny story. If she was allergic and they told her she wasn't, <laughs> that's she just she just puffed up. She looked like cotton candy, just yeah. pink and puffy. That's not a funny or interesting story. No, but it was supposed to just be a story that a couple people would hear in the no, fifth he inning. It would be in and out. Not. She said heard he was laughing while he was telling. Yeah, because that's what people do when they tell a story that they know is going nowhere, or they really do think, or they believe funny. in. Yeah. He should have said, here's a bunch of words in a row for no reason. I'm going to sit silently while this pitch is thrown. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a, good, a better option, I think. Yeah. Here's some words that have nothing to do with the game and are not interesting at all either. But she wasn't. See, she wasn't allergic to it. They got her to not eat cotton candy. Who eats cotton candy anyway? Kids. Sucks. Kids, kids love cotton candy. They it's have it at a fair. You have it once a year at a fair. You go to a, any sports game with a kid, any... Public gathering with a kid and cotton candy is available. They're gonna cotton want cotton candy, candy. Fucking stinks. Kids get, love cotton candy. Kids love. cotton I know, candy. but it, it's not that good. Sugary it makes your mouth dry. It sticks to everything. I took my son to a wrestling show. You know what he wanted to get? Cotton candy. Cotton candy. It looks. Wait great. till you guys hear that. I told him, "Hey, bud, you're allergic to it." <laughs> the little idiot believed me. <laughs> She's 24. Now. Oh, I'll tell you at prom that I was lying. <laughs> I didn't tell him he was allergic. I said, let's get a hot Swing and a fair ball inside the third base line, and Siri's going to turn and make his way to second, and he has notions about third. He'll put the brakes on as Seth gets it back in. 
silent and now getting very loud at the Coliseum. <laughs> They're a little out of sync. A little. Well, that's 27,000. Taylor Walls would now stand in for Tampa Bay. Rays trying to open the scoring, and uh, Hogan can't hear with the pitch calm because of the crowd. And now time is called. Things have gotten loud here. And this the is catcher, you can see he's smiling. He knows exactly what's going Certainly a new experience in 2023 at the Coliseum. Sell, sell, sell. Wow. The earpiece doesn't work. Right. You can't hear what pitch is being Wait, called. do they have earpieces? So they have a new thing called Pitchcom where the catcher has, has a thing on his wrist and he can, you know, press a button which then goes to an audio thing in the in the pitcher's uh uh hat. I never knew about that. Or cap rather. Cap. It just started like this year and not everybody's doing it. If you want to do it, you could do it. It's to avoid sign stealing uh and, and, and stuff like that. But isn't sign stealing a part of it? Meaning like I, yeah, I, but, you, but if you have an opportunity to limit sign stealing. We have the technology. Yeah, why would you want to? Why would you not want to do because that? Because that's a like sign stealing is basically a guy just looking back in the batter's box at the catcher and trying to catch him. Yeah, but everybody's got different signs. Flashing sign, right? You there? You go. If there's a guy on base, maybe. But the um, only reason to do signs is because if you yell across the field, they'll <laughs> yeah. hear it. Well, no, you don't yell. So if you can High fastball! If you can communicate without yelling or signs, why wouldn't you just do that? Because yeah. you should do your signs. I mean, that's I don't understand what I don't get that. I think what Jim is saying is that like the sort of the fabric of baseball as an old game is a guy on second base looking between the catcher's legs, seeing a sign and figuring it out. What it means. This eliminates that, but it kind of diminishes part of the strategy. I don't think that, like, something like for ref or umpire mistakes is one thing, but for a guy on second just seeing what the catcher is flashing at the pitcher and then signaling the batter, that happens very, very quickly. Uh, and they would do things, I'm sure, to throw off the guy on second or the guy on sure, first. Sure, but if you can now prevent that. I don't even know if I like it. Why wouldn't you? No, no, I get why the pitcher would do it. I don't understand why baseball would allow it. That's a weird thing. It's a weird piece of technology to allow. I don't know why they wouldn't. It's not like you can cheat with it. Yeah. No, no, I know. It's just like he's literally pressing a button that says fastball low, and then you hear fastball low. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I just fastball it's weird. Fastball low. <laughs> Siri. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like it. What? And now you got this What? Shit. Can't hear. They're yelling. I can't. What? Guys. Shh. <laughs> we don't have any signs. <laughs> technology you got to make sure it works right I mean pretty significant time trying to get in his hat right may have caught Hogan by surprise how long did it go on for I think they quieted down yeah so basically for 30 seconds well no I mean this is you know an ongoing thing this is just the clip how many times did they do it I don't know I didn't watch the game it was on late more than once though yes <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, even if they only did it once, that's the whole thing. Like to make people talk. Like we're talking yeah. about it. The people are is, talking about yeah. it. It's not like we're gonna destroy the whole game for three hours. And they no, won. but it was was that. And they won. But it was still a waste of time. They're not going to sell the team. They're moving the team. They're not going to sell it because no. But you should make your voice heard. Yeah, you can. You can voice your disapproval. Still, I think that because was it's the not point. the it's not the fans' fault. It's not the players' fault. The players are playing great. Fans have no reason to care because they're. They don't moving, give a care at all. Moving the team, yeah. Were they going to the game in the last couple of years? 
No. First of all, because this, the Coliseum's a piece of shit. Yes, it is. The A's have been terrible. And Oakland sucks. And Oakland sucks. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't watch the Cowboys when they're losing. Right, but I don't right. care if they sell them. You wouldn't care if they sold the Cowboys? I, I mean, it, it's... Cause well, it's you're such, not from Dallas. I guess that's a little Right, different. but I, I don't... You know, the Yankees, I can see being in a bit of... It would be kind of funny if they sold the Yankees. Like, it would be awesome. It would be such a shit thing that I would kind of enjoy it. Just to, It would just be so weird. Yeah, rule. Yeah. Can you imagine change, that? Change their hats. The Iowa Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> be great. You guys still got the Mets. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you have the Metropolitans. You have the Metropolitans in a big, empty stadium. <laughs> in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. It would be great if they sold the Yankees just because it'd be so... We just annoy everyone so much. Yeah, because they're an institution. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do with this big fucking baseball bat in the in the Bronx? Well, I don't know. Move it to Iowa. I don't, what do yeah. you want me to tell you? We're selling the team. Move the stadium piece by piece like they do with those houses, wide load trucks. Yeah, sell it to Brendan Steiner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll wouldn't, it be, it up. wouldn't it be great to see one of those like trucks driving down the highway and it's clearly a piece of Yankee Stadium? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the wall of the stadium. They're just going to use that. Yeah. They're going to sell it. Glue it all together. I would support that just because it would be such a disruption. California has a hard time keeping their teams. Football. Well, they've uh, had the Dodgers. The Dodgers, the you know California Angels. Lakers, uh, the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers, Lakers they've been and Golden State Warriors, yeah, they've they've got those teams, but uh, the Rams, they've had uh, football, they have a tough time, a hard time with, yeah, as well as the Raiders, yeah. Do they have a football team now? Who? The, uh, L.A. Yeah, the Rams. The Rams uh, are back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they were there and then they left and then they're back, right? Yeah, yeah. St. Louis. They went to St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, they have a tough time with football teams. For yeah, sure. they shouldn't be allowed to have one. The whole state? state? I don't know if you're... Honestly, I let, no, 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 Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah, because otherwise the 49ers would be like, the sure. fuck? Yeah, yeah, That's no, not no, fair. LA. LA yeah. Los Angeles has a very tough time. They don't support them. Team. Why the fuck would anyone... I mean, it's such a big market. Everyone wants to do it, but the Chargers? Uh, yeah, I mean... Isn't there... Like, cause San Francisco gets cold. Maybe there's something about just watching football games where it's warm all season. Like, at some point, it's supposed to get... Cold outside. Yeah, I don't know why. At some I'll, point, they're it's supposed to be. I mean, Dallas has a pretty rabid fan base, and it's pretty warm. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, football in in the American South is like a fucking obsession. <laughs> That's true. Texas <laughs> yeah. loves football. I wonder so why LA. That. What do you think, Mike? Why has LA not been able to do it? I don't know why. Um, I mean, LA is like a city of transients, so it might just be Maybe. that there's yeah. no. But they do good with baseball. Base. I mean, the Dodgers and, and basketball. Sure. Yeah, the Lakers, yeah. But the, the Lakers, basketball's kind of a scene. When, right? That's they true. Like when, the scene, when, the Clippers are, when the Clippers are winning, the Clippers are doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a scene. It's hard to make. Football's only, what, eight times a year you would go? Right, it's not really a scene. And also, there's no courtside. No, there's not. That's interesting. Sweet. I mean, you can sit yeah. on the field. You can stand on the field or whatever, but you're not, like, on camera. Like, No, but anybody that courtside. goes is in a suite. Right, it's almost, yeah. And I'm sure that there's, like... Yeah, they'll flash up to the suite and go, look who's in the suite with the team owner. There's a celebrity up there, but it's not the same as like Jackson. You can't just sit there. Yeah, that's a good point. Spike, yeah, Spike Lee sitting courtside. That's, you're right, Mike. It is a scene. And you can, can you do it? Baseball turns into a scene when the team's doing well. I mean, nobody knows. I mean, even less than football, nobody knows when celebrities are at Dodger games or Yankee games. That's Occasionally true. they'll show them. But I just, th I just think that it's uh, like you said, it, it, the fact that so many a lot of games, people, though, that's a good call. Like, so many people move there 
or or there for other reasons show but but then again Vegas I mean look at how well the Vegas teams are doing aren't they doing okay I don't I know mean, they just won the Stanley Cup yeah last night did they Vegas yeah there you go the so, Stanley Cup finals were last night the, the last game was yeah that's right and didn't Holy uh, shit. And, and and Denver won how long did they win two days two ago. days ago. Denver oh Nuggets, Nuggets yeah. yeah yeah I knew the, I knew the NBA finals yeah. I, I didn't know the Stanley Cup finals were happening. Stanley Cup finals just happened. Always. Always the same. It's an overlap. You knew that, Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yes. knows that. Yeah. I had no clue. Even Jim knew that. You could have. No, I didn't. No, yeah. you did. You did. Make Sam feel stupid. I, I didn't know it either, Sam. Uh, no, neither. Hey, bro, I didn't know it either. If we were a little closer, I'd fist bump you right now. In front I wouldn't of all accept these guys. it. Okay. All right. I'm glad we're not closer then. <laughs> that would have been, been humiliating be for me. Yeah, I'd be yeah. so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, sixth year. They won it. Like the sixth year is the franchise. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Does LA have a, does LA still have a hockey team? Kings. Are they oh, doing okay? Kings. I know they were doing well when, when the great one was there, but that was like twenty years ago, man. Well, they were doing well twenty years ago. Rangers are doing well with Messier. Is he still playing? Do you think people like when we talk sports? No. They hate it more than anything. Good. <laughs> Which is why I like when you guys do. Yeah. And why I'm not very quick to correct sometimes. <laughs> Have we made mistakes at times? Here and there. Not me. Uh, no, not you, buddy. I'm kind of a sports junkie. Yeah. <laughs> I am entertained by, uh, uh, what's his name? Old, uh, the Joker, old Yochik. Oh, God. Just. He doesn't give a fuck. He wanting no He's part so of being in Denver. He wants to go Oh, home, yeah, he please. didn't care about the parade? No. The parade's no, today, I think. No, the parade, uh, parade's tomorrow. Isn't he a great player, too? Stanley, he's one of the best players? Arguably the best player. Stanley yeah. T said the parade was today. Stanley T is wrong. The parade is yeah. on Thursday. You better go tell him. I heard it this morning. Old Stanley <laughs> T. Yeah, Stanley T, he doesn't know what Where's this guy, Jochik, from? Serbia. Serbia. Yeah, he wants to go home to Serbia. Although there are pictures of him as a kid in Serbia wearing a Nuggets sweatshirt. Ah, Okay. Damn it, why can't I find him? The clip of him at the press conference? Yeah. Just go on fucking Twitter. Yeah, yeah Travis. Yeah, no, Stop going to, to yochick.com. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what's he doing? Cooper would have had it yeah. two weeks ago. We need someone to... How old are you, Coop? 22? You want to put Cooper in this yeah, seat? I would love nothing more than... No, nah, I heard it. he had a parking mishap today that oh, I would yeah. strike Coop. up to operator error. I would love to get out of this seat. Here's, um, you said after the Lakers win, you said you were surprised that you didn't feel more. So I'm curious what you are feeling right now and if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver. When is parade? When is parade? Thursday. No. <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, you Bro, he's the man. He came here to do a job. He, yeah, he's one of those. He's just a stoic guy. He doesn't, yeah. Job's I mean, he done. wasn't even excited when they won. When they won, and I don't know if this annoys me more or makes me respect him more, they won, and before he even celebrated with the team, he went up to every Miami player and, like, you know, congratulated good them. Good game, on, good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Why would that annoy you? Yeah, he's got well, some because you should, because celebrate. part of me feels like you should be in the moment and you should be celebrating. Like, you just... You, you you just won, but instead of doing that, he showed sportsmanship. Yeah, like like he's just a weird guy. He, he's just a strange guy. He's his own guy. He wanted to complete a task, and the task was completed. No and emotion. Very Serbian. Very very, <laughs> very Serbian. Serbian. Yeah. That seems like a Serbian vibe. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Serbians yeah. are not known for having. Wasn't really celebrating in the uh, in 
in in the uh, in the clubhouse. Like, he goes right back to Serbia when he's when he's to see his family. Oh, yeah, and stuff. He doesn't even he doesn't even want to go to the parade. Yeah. He probably has to do that though. I, I mean, hundred sure. percent. Can you imagine if he wasn't at the, the star parade? Of this. Was he good in the series? He Incred- did fine. Incredible. He, he, did, he, he had the fine. best finals performance, best playoff performance ever. He led in points, rebounds, assists. He's arguably had the best wow, playoffs okay. ever. How how big is he? He's huge. I don't know exactly. Uh, let me check. They're calling him the next Lynn Sanity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had never heard of this six guy. 11. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you never heard Fucking, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't follow. 6'11". But he's, he can do... Everything. Yeah, he's a beast. That's an obscene height. Yeah. yeah. And he's just a big guy. He's not just 6'11 and skinny. And he's an athlete, yeah. yeah. yeah Would you athletic. love to be that tall? Just so, it'd be probably very inconvenient well, if you weren't good at basketball. 6'11 <laughs> feels... 6'11, you're right. 6'6 six, six feels manageable. 6'6 six, six would rule. You can still go to a store and find something. 6'11, everything's got to be special made. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be... Anything... 6'4 would be awesome. That's six, a great four, Six four is probably the height I would pick. Right, because you don't stand out in a crowd if you're no. six four. Six six, you start to stand out in a crowd. Six five, even. Six four is a great height because six four is like still, you're not a freak, you're a human. Yeah, but you're taller than everybody. And women will look at you as as the dominant member of the species if you're tall. If you're in some kind of build, yeah, you, yeah, you can't be lanky. You can't look malnourished. No. Tall and malnourished is not a good look. Yeah, six eleven, you're just a giant. Everybody's shaking the champagne. He's like, yeah. Yo, chick's just like, I'm going to have no a idea what to do. I'm going to put goggles on so I don't get it. He has one eyes. in his eyes. Yeah, don't blame him. The goggles do nothing, though. Uh, nothing? <laughs> I love that. Isn't he- it funny? They're all wearing goggles now? Yeah, they've been doing that for years. Have they? Yeah. Plus, they got the big swoosh on them. That's not a mistake. Ah, come on. The 70s, the Yankees would yeah, win. They'd dump no, it all over. What are you guys doing? Bro. <laughs> Did any, you know what? Somebody probably got blasted with a fucking champagne thing one year. And they, to avoid and injuries, yeah. And they're sponsored. Yeah. They're sponsored, and, I mean, I have to assume the contracts now. Like, you don't want to get vision issues. Somebody probably had a champagne bottle opened in their eye or yeah. cork. Yeah. Or a cork. But, yeah, that's been going on for years. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. He takes a sip out of the bottle, and then puts he puts back. the bottle down, and he says, are we done? Are we finished? And then... Can I go home? Shake, shake. Shake, shake. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, just right. going through the motions. He's the man. He's like, I'd like to go shower and get changed. I'm sticky. You asked me to play the game. I played the game. Yeah, he's one of those guys. How long has he been playing? Seven years, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably have. They talk at the cellar a lot. John Laster and uh, the other comics, they, they, Colin, they all talk basketball. I know I've heard this name before. Hoops, but you'd say. You'd say talking hoops. Yeah, I've said that. Nice. You guys are shooting the breeze about hoops? Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool way to talk. Yeah. That sounds so casual. Yeah. Justin in New Jersey. Hi, Justin. What's up, Justin? Hey guys, I'm six four. You ever try to sit on a fucking plane being six foot four? It sucks. I haven't been comfortable in my life on a plane, on a bus, on a subway, anything. It's awful. Uh, you know what's more? You know what's more uncomfortable than being six four on a plane? Having a girlfriend that looks at you and goes, "Look how tall that guy is." That's more uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> or having a six foot four guy try to fuck your girlfriend. You can only go, "Please don't, sir." Stop. You have to respond like hurts. it's Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ju- Justin. Uh, now, do you fly coach or do you fly business? I fly coach. I'm I'm fucking average money. Maker. No, no, no. I was only asking because it seems like there's a certain height, like six four. It seems like if you're in a first class seat, there's room. But once you start getting into six 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 seven, it doesn't seem like it doesn't matter where you're sitting. You're going to be fucking. Miserable. You should get extra seats for free. 
I upgraded oh, that's one and sat in the uh, and sat in like the emergency row. It's all right, but if you have a chair in front of you, impossible. No matter how far you recline, your knees are stuck. I, I imagine, Look, yeah, flying sucks. But this was, thank you, buddy. Thank when you. I, when I was yeah. a kid, that's why I did growth hormone. Because the doctor told. <laughs> So I was on HGH because the doctor was like, look. You're a little guy. I was a little guy. I was the shortest kid in school. Oh, a little shrimp. And he, he, and he I was guess a little wiener. My wiener was small. <laughs> yeah, but a little skin over the tip. You were a preemie. I was a preemie. I was a preemie baby. A tiny little wiener. Your penis skin didn't even finish developing. Mm -mm. My body was like, why do it? Why? My mother wanted you so bad she pushed you out early. She's like, I just want to hug little Sammy. That's right. That's right. And then she, she confined me to a drawer. For the better part of my youth, to make sure right. that I didn't grow right, saved all your small. pubes. Yes, she did. Shave them so I can keep them. Yeah, and she put you through chemo just so they'd fall out nice right. and complete. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted the root. But the doctor, ma'am, he seems fine. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. He, he's been coughing a lot. <laughs> just in case, do we want to te don't test him for a thing? Put him on the chemo. Yeah, but the doctor like x-ray underneath all the pubes little dust buster <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. You're right on the money. The doctor x-rayed my hand and checked like the gaps between the bones and uh, That's how they kind of can predict how big you're gonna get like how much more room there is to grow or what I don't know and He was like look Honestly, like he doesn't have to do it. There's not a health reason to do it, but if he doesn't he'll probably grow to be around 4.11. Oh. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Ooh, do I wish you never took that Bro, HGH. What like, a different what? tone this show would have. And like, <laughs> shut up, shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I think my sister's like five foot even. My brother is around the same height as me. But Who are you, 5'6", five, 5'7"? Five, I'm 5'9". Five, five, wow, nine, five, it ten. really added five, nine, that much? Nine. Yeah, I'm like 5'9 and a half. Fuck, I wish I'm, my parents had done that. I'm going, I'm, I'm just about 5'10". I credit myself with 5'10 in shoes. Wow, okay. And, but that's... Is that why you don't take them off in the house? 100%. That's right, he I wants want that, that extra, extra half inch. Yep. Have, I want yeah. that extra half inch for sure. Wow, that's from 4'11 to 5'9", 5'10"? Almost ten? a foot. That's crazy. Almost a foot. And he's like, yeah, like this'll, this'll like, you know, he'll grow to what his full potential could be. He's not gonna be like seven feet tall if he does this. It's not gonna give him that extra thing, but there was some kind of, some kind of like blockage in the uh, uh, pituitary, pituitary gland, gland or yeah. whatever it is, right? It just like this will fix that. So he, and that's why I'm around the same height as my brother now, because it's like, yeah, that's what could have been. But I was, I, even as a kid, just thinking, can you imagine being four foot 11? And wearing a suit and walking into a boss's office looking for a promotion. Never. <laughs> you never happened. No. Know, do you know how skilled you would have to be to be taken seriously as an adult at four foot eleven? Because you'd lose all the respect when you do that little thing where you have to hoist yourself into the chair. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not technically a little person. I, I four foot eleven, but I'm not a little <laughs> I feel my position here is you know, lift up. Oh. People would expect you to have that when you're pointing, voice. but your feet are sticking straight out. <laughs> off the chair. Yeah, and I can only Just imagine in the breeze. my shoe size would probably be like six. 
You know what I mean? Like I have these little feet. Like, there are, no, there are, happen. Could, can't happen. It can't happen. I have to be a man. There are those guys though who are really short. It, like there's a way to carry yourself when you're that short. When you're the smallest guy in the room and you own the room. But I, usually they're like guys like El Chapo, guys who are or, or, yeah. or guys who are like mobsters whose name is, nickname is Tiny. That's like, it. You have to you have to do something to earn your reputation. I have to be a murderer. Yeah, I would have to. And the most ruthless murderer of everybody so that they all worked for me. I'd have to be a murderer and probably a drug dealer. Maybe, yeah. A prolific drug dealer. How tall is El Chapo? I want to say he's like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, and even he's not 4'11". No. No, he's still a man's height. But he's not a giant guy. That's why when people are like, it's uncomfortable on planes. I'm like, how often? 5'6". Five, 5'6". Five, I was way off. Right. My apologies to Joaquin. I don't want to disrespect him. I forgot you're so afraid of El Chapo. Of course. I should be. <laughs> uh, like, that's why when people are like, yeah, but if you're tall, it's uncomfortable in planes. How often are you in planes? Imagine if you were short. As a pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine if you were, like, specifically short instead of specifically tall. It'd just be uncomfortable everywhere. Yes, it would be. I mean, but... Plus, <laughs> when I started losing my hair, if you're 4'11", people know immediately. They're looking down. Yeah. They see it all. Yeah. Kids are pointing at us. Can you imagine high school kids? They'd be taller than me. But uh, on I'm there to pick up my kid. They're Prince like, was five two. Was yeah, he really that small? But he's the man. What, he's the he, fucking... he fucked like he was seven That's eight. That's what I mean. You have to be Prince or Al Chapo. <laughs> it's hard. And I'm not cut out to be Prince or Al Chapo. No, not at all. I can't do it. So no, unless the Prince is Andrew. <laughs> well, I'm not that Prince either. No, I'm not. <laughs> So, but you know. being short on a plane, if you're 4'11 on a plane and you're in economy, there's probably it's so much more room for you. Of like, course it is, but it's not. I'm not willing to make that trade-off. No, no, but I'm just saying that's the only... I'd be trying to... I'd be a pilot. That's what I... I maybe if I'm a pilot, I'll just live in the cabin. Michael J. Fox is 5'4". He had small, too. Mm -hmm. But he's the man. But he's the fucking man. I'm not doing Back to the Future and Family Ties and Doc Hollywood. You'd have to do so much. I, I enjoyed Doc it. Hollywood. He was so good. He's great. And Teen Wolf? Are you fucking Wolf kidding sucked. me? No, it no, it did not suck. Yeah. I'm not even Styles, dude. Not even close. No. Woody Allen's five five. God bless him. He also made some of the greatest movies. Yes, and so are some of the. the wow. I, I couldn't <laughs> come to the. Yes, he's a, one of the funniest people to ever live. Al Pacino. Al Pacino is tiny. Tom he's five Cruise. seven. Little lips. Pacino. Yeah, he's five seven. No, he's well, not. That's what it's listed. He's shorter. It's than a lie. <laughs> With his <laughs> lips. Yeah, no. Without shoes. Five one. <laughs> Tom Cruise is apparently 5'5". Five five. He's not that tall, right? Yeah, but he hangs off the top of the Burj Khalifa. I got scared when I was in the fucking Sears Tower. Yeah. Kevin Hart's 5'4". Maybe he's Kevin got, and Bray, Kevin's a comedian's different. And, he's got and that, his dick is fucking five dick. feet of that. Danny DeVito's 5'. He even wrote in his book about what his dad told him how big his dick was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've never seen it, but I know that there's a couple of girls that had requested to see it 20 years ago, mm -hmm. and he would show it. And the report was always, yep, it's fucking huge. Yeah, see? No. Yeah. Oh, that, my God. Like that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if I got real fat and lovable. Oh. But still, even Danny DeVito. Is, <laughs> it's only Danny half DeVito's true. five foot. He's five foot, but he had to play the shit left over. But in the taxi. And taxi. And taxi. And Sonny and Philly. Come in, on. In the original taxi, the I'm first episode funny. of Taxi, Danny DeVito plays Louie. It's, it's, it's the funniest TV character ever. And he's just such a cunt, and he's yelling at everybody. And the punchline of the entire episode is at the end of the episode, because nobody knew who Danny DeVito was. He comes out of the cage, and you see how short he is. 
And if I remember, it got a fucking huge laugh because that was just an additional laugh. Nobody knew how short he was. So when he comes out and you realize he's a fucking twerp. Bro, let's say I that made was a punchline. It, let's say I made it to five foot even. And then I'm trying to make a career interviewing wrestlers. There might be, it, it might be your thing, though. Like, Did it look just ridiculous? Yes. Because they would look bigger next to you. They'd probably like you. Because they would oh, look they would even more giant. <laughs> they would love me. They'd pick you up. Hey, your brother sit in my arm crook. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they'd all sound like Hulk Hogan. That, that was Hulk. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have to spread my legs when I stand next to him. You know, you spread out your legs so you're shorter. Like Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this. And then you shoot from the waist up. Is that, the, is that what they want? Mm -hmm. So they look bigger. We do it on TV all the time. I had no idea. Even if you're like not not only just the big like tall interviewers, but it, yeah. Oh. See how much smaller Make, you are. No, that no, makes much more sense. Yeah. When when Vince used to interview Andre, he used to have Andre stand on a box, even though Andre was already bigger than Vince. I wanted him to be yeah. that much bigger. How than tall was Andre? He was seven four, right? Like legit or seven uh, seven one? Like, no, he wasn't legit seven four. He was billed as seven four. He was more like seven foot. Okay. Except he was like the internet says seven four. Yeah, that was what it, that was his build height. He wasn't actually seven four, but he was like he had gigantism. Yes. So like all of his features were huge. Just that was a big part man. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, giant fat hands. Yeah. I wish you could find that taxi. Are you sure it was a pilot episode? Because or the first episode? Sure, it's before they knew who Louis was. Yeah, this is. It would have to be the Danny DeVito. It was just at the end of the episode, right? So this is the... He was just a dick the whole episode. If I remember... This is pi pilot opening and closing. Just a bit through it. You see when he comes out. You don't have to... Don't have to oh, uh, that's... Uh, it's before that. James Hellbrook. Or maybe it was earlier in the episode. I don't remember. Yeah. I but I remember the laugh it got when he walked out of the cage and people realized he's fucking tiny. And Look how he's small being such he a is. dick. He's not the size of an average man. He's so small. He, That's what they would have said about me. He literally couldn't have been funnier in that show. He's the greatest. He, I mean, everyone in that show, is it's a masterpiece. Uh, Sean in Connecticut. Hey, Sam. Hey, I was wondering when you took the hormones, how quickly you grew. Uh, it probably took three to four years. Over the oh, yeah, over the course of about three to four years, yeah. Because I didn't take any hormones, but I was one of the shortest kids in my class my freshman year in high school. Mm -hmm. I was four nine. Shit, that and was me. I went through a growth spurt. Mm -hmm. What's that? That was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucked. Yeah, and I went through a growth spurt, and in ten months, by the end of my freshman year, I was five foot six. Jesus, yeah. that rules. And you did it, Natty. <laughs> It hurt. You're five so six. You're five six, Natty. For real. That rules. Well, now I'm five nine. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. Shawnee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What are you? You're obviously an athlete. What do you do? <laughs> but no, it was. What was it? What was? What was painful? Like what? Your legs hurt? Like what's? What hurts when you're? Everything hurt. Like literally, it, it got to the point where I had to go to the doctor at the end of my freshman year in high school, and. He started looking me over. Nice. And yeah. <laughs> he, all of a sudden, he starts going, okay, I can see that you have stretch marks in the back of your legs. He's like, he's looking at the up, my upper back. He goes, but I can't figure out what this is. 
And then he starts looking through my medical records for my physical before going into high school. And also he's like, oh, man. And he puts me on the scale with they have, where they have the, the thing to measure you. And uh, he goes, yeah, uh, you've grown nine inches in the last 10 months. That's a lot in 10 That's months. That's a lot. That's a lot. How old? Am I too old to get my legs stretched? I'm 55. I want to be a little taller. Well, you can get your legs stretched. <laughs> I want to be that's, taller. That's not what we... I didn't get my legs stretched. No, no, but I'm, there's a leg lengthening thing. I want to be taller. I'm tired. I'm, this is my year. I want to be taller. Yeah, I wish I was true. a little bit taller. I how I how tall are you, Travis? You're 5'8", right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 5'. What do you want to be, 6? No, I just want to do a Skilo reference. Uh, I've been trying to get Leoshi to pay attention to me. <laughs> She don't know me, but uh, she's very fine. Yeah. Yeah, she I want to be taller. <laughs> this is my year to grow up. Thank you, Sean. Physically. I think this is your year. I think they're calling this the... I mean, I don't know why you would uh, get into it halfway through June. It seems like you've been slacking when it comes to this being your year. Yeah, it's not, you're not wrong. I mean, I was, I've been saying that, too, since pre-pandemic. <laughs> this is my year. It's not... No, it 2020 was my year. I wasted it. You've been mistaken. Sneezing in the house, yeah. <laughs> Sneezing. <laughs> Yeah, you've been mistaken so yes. far, but I think this is it. I think the last five and a half months of this year is going to be it for you. Yeah, I think so. From from September to December. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to take the summer. It's going to be my gonna, quarter. Gotcha. You're not going to start until after the summer. Now, this is not going to be a big deal. We've, we're kind of past the subject. I'm just. You wanted it. Yeah, so I, I guess so. That was just the point of. Yeah, no, I get it. All right. We don't have to play it. Go ahead. I, I don't even. Did I remember it right? I don't know. They're clapping. They're happy to see Judd Hirsch. Louie? Yeah? I need a cab for the weekend. I'm going to Miami. Oh, no! Oh, come on, Louie. I'm very tight on time. i got to leave right now. Did you see them walk out or no? Let's take it. He's about to oh, oh, okay. Okay, i got to get tough with you guys. See, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, they, that was the one. I don't want to be that guy. They realize he was a little fella. Yeah, that could. I yeah, I don't. I didn't want to be that guy. That's how you know you're short when they built that poor fucker, left of Judd Hirsch uh, on Danza, uh, uh, the guy who played John, and they could just never get his character going. He was in season one, and I don't think he was in season two. Oh, but I mean to miss out on being in Taxi. Yeah, just because it wasn't. It didn't. Click. They just couldn't find anything to make him really interesting because he was never terrible, but he was never that funny either. Right. To Chuck in Happy Days. Shout out to Chuck, by the way. Crazy. Yeah. Randall Carver. Yeah. He went on to do a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, they all went on to be very, very famous. Even Randall Carver. Well, <laughs> he's working. Is it uh, good? It's been well seven sporadically years. though. He's probably got a project that's ongoing. Yeah. You think that's what it is? Nope. Maybe he's dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> okay. Would have said so. Eric in New Jersey makes a great point. Uh, Eric in Nebraska. What's up, Eric? <laughs> oh, sorry. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy, if you were like six inches taller, you, you would be, you wouldn't be overweight. I know. That's no, right. I'd still be overweight. He'd eat. <laughs> I would eat, yeah, I would He'd eat. Uh, supplement. Appropriately. To do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much for your fairly valid point. Yeah. I'm trying to lose the weight. How's it going? Good. Dieting. See? Working on every day. Look at you. Try my sleep apnea machine. What's that say on your uh, egg box? I love you. <laughs> you write that to yourself? Just a little positive. It's my eggs. A little positive affirmation? Yeah. Remember to be good to you. Remember 
to love yourself. That's right. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. You have your eggs every morning? Yeah. A few nuts. You're more than a few nuts. Come on. Cut out. Hey, Come on. Hey, a little much. Hey. Send this guy to the funny farm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't typically eat in the morning. And then you work out and you're fucking wiped. No, yeah. I'm I told you. you gotta, myself. Yeah, you got to get your energy up. Yeah. Montone told me that. I mean, I was telling you, you that for like, but Mike said it first. I was telling you that for like weeks. I remember. I just repeat. Nah, but I, over Mike and over. had said it. You picked up on it, and, and then Mike said it, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I'll do that." Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike's results have proven there's, there's a reliability to the source. No, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You eat eggs? Yeah, love yeah, eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great, great for hormone production. <laughs> you got good hormones. Yeah, the uh, the yolks are incredible for like testosterone. He doesn't the, eat the oh, yolks. Oh, is it really? Maybe I'll yeah. start eating the yolks. <laughs> I mean, he just because <laughs> I've been getting, I've been making myself wear this fucking mask every night. Right. It's hard to get used to. Is but... that for uh, for your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a fucking a noose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a big like Halloween full face mask. No, no, yeah, um, yeah. She can't come unless I'm dressed like Jason. <laughs> Paint my hands. Um, no, just. Uh, you're wearing the, the CPAP mask. Yeah. Is it working? I'm still tired, but it's. I'm trying to get used to it. Like, I'm not taking it off. Like, last time it, was, like, it took me two hours to fall asleep, Ugh. but I'm leaving it on. I'm like, no, do not panic. Just sleep through it. And eventually you fall asleep. Everything's a thing. I drooled into it so much Ew. that the fucking, it was like, it makes this, this weird, your CPAP machine makes a weird noise in the hose, like a, like a weird thing and I realized that I had to I shook out the hose it was like fucking condensation and uh, drool <laughs> well you wash it, it every day yeah yeah because otherwise it'll stink right like when you have headgear with braces I wash it every day you sleep in them yeah but then they smell like you're spit in the morning yeah you, you gotta wash, wash it. it yeah I wash it I wash that and I wash the tank every day so it's clean it smells very it smells like brand new plastic yeah good but um then I figured out you have to hold the the fucking thing up to make it work, I have a little. I, I look at my little chart. It gives me like a little sleep apnea chart. How I'm doing? It's wrong. Yeah, it's telling me I slept better than I did. How do you know? Because it's giving me credit for like, I mean, like it gives you a percentage, hundred being the best, of course. And I scored like a ninety-four or ninety-eight, but I'm not ninety-eight percent sleep appropriate. Like, you don't feel like 98%. no. I'm still a little tired. Right. So, yeah. Once you get one of those rings, like Troy has. The O-ring? Uh, or a ring. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> You're waiting for Mike to tell you to do it? Montone's physique is... Uh, Immaculate. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be as big as Mike, but... Why not, dude? It'd fucking roll. Nah, it's gonna be... be honest, Mike. Being that big? Yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome, <laughs> yeah, right? Fuck. Yeah, it rolls. Right? It's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> seems like it rolls. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about it that I dislike. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it right now. I'm like, what are the downsides of it? And they can't think of any. Yeah. Zero. It just seems like it fucking rolled. Wouldn't it be awesome? It would be great. Yeah. I watched that Arnold documentary. I was like, damn. Yeah. There's nothing bad about being Arnold. I he just started that yesterday. It's he good. Just, he comes all the time, that Arnold's, Arnold, right? It's in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm only an episode. I like it so far. I don't love it, but I'm going to give it some time. I like it. It's not like this big, like, relevatory, you know, right. thing, but it's it's fun to watch if you love the guy. So, I love Arnold's house. Like I kept saying last night as we're awesome. watching it, a giant fireplace. Everything is Arnold-ish. It's just like wood and just like... It, it's, it's, it's a awesome. giant man's house. Yeah. He said yeah. relevatory. I, I just, I ignored it. Yeah. That's not the word. What's the word? Revelatory. Revelatory. It's a revelation. Not a, re 
No, you said relevatory. Okay. Relevatory. Like it's a, like a relevation. Yeah, you, you put the, the L before the yeah. thing. Oh, what a relevation. Yeah, that's how you say it. <laughs> no. Relevatory. Yeah, but you're not going to like, I mean, there's a couple things that I didn't know, but it's more fun to just celebrate this guy who's like just. And watch his pony in the house. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a pony, fucking... he's got a donkey, he's got dogs. Are you going to skip episode three? Cause that's I watched a... it all. Which, isn't that the politics stuff? It's it's politics and personal life. Like he gets oh, into personal like, life's okay. Yeah. Oh, I'd love okay. to see that, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about the politics. I would love to celebrate his bodybuilding in his movies, though. The politics is great, though. Like, yeah, he's an it? amazing guy. I mean, it's crazy. Well, yeah, just the fact that he, you know, was not governor and then got reelected. Like, yeah. Yeah. He did a good job. No, yeah. he, was... he did really did make a three-part documentary about how he's just good at everything he does. The only he thing is. afterwards, <laughs> his his movies have not. Afterwards, it was it was hard to recover that momentum. But... He talks about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Plus, Stallone, even though his movies are not doing what they used to, I mean, he's yeah, he's more also... relevant, but. I don't know. Arnold's was so old. You he, know, it's hard to be an action star when yes, you're like he's sure. still revered. He's like early seventies. Right. Yeah. So you know, I don't know if I thought Maggie was good. That was the first film when we, when we interviewed him. We, right. we did Maggie the that zombie movie. Yeah. His first movie after being governor. I thought he was it was a very good movie. It was kind of a slower. Uh, it wasn't typical him. I loved it. He's seventy five. They wow. should have him be an old man in Fast and Furious. That's what they should have him do. I think people are pretty done with that. With what? Fast and Furious. Get the fuck out of here. Fast X? My hetero life mate Jermaine says it's not good. Jermaine's full of shit. <laughs> hey, let's talk to Tommy. Hey. Tommy in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Tommy? Hi, Tom. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, listen, I use that mask. First of all, uh, uh, don't get too used to it. Use it. But take it off in the middle of the night and put it to the side. If you don't, you won't be able to try. If you forget it, you'll be so used to it, you'll never be able to sleep. I went to Europe, and I bought, I was missing a part for this mask 18 days without it. I would have never been able to do it if I was that used. I have friends that can't. They can't live without it because they're so used to that mask. Isn't that the point? I know. I kind of want to get to that point. Like, I know what you mean. It would suck without it. But I have a hard time sleeping anyway, so I would love to put it on and be like a dumb Pavlov dog and just start getting tuckered out. I kind of want to get to that point where I love the breathing. It's still uncomfortable. My face is sore this morning. It feels like it's raw. It definitely knocks you out when you put it on. You know, it's, I've got the one that's got a whirly bird on top so I could roll around and, you know, you're not going to choke in it and stuff. But, uh, what do you mean a whirly bird? Is it on top of your head, the hose? <laughs> Yeah, the hose is on top with a swivel. Oh yeah, okay. You know, it's it's pillows under your nose. Yeah. Air pillows, and then it's, it comes around, and uh, and then you got so you could roll, and you're not going to choke, you know, you're not going to yeah. strangle yourself. But uh, but no, I I got used to taking it off in the middle of the night, two in the morning, you know, take it off. God forbid. You know, you, you go on a show, you travel all the time. You know, it, it'll really suck. If this is one of Jim's characters. Or malfunctions. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you, Tommy. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate that. Nah, you know. Uh, yeah, no. Hey, the fucking mask I left. Yeah, I don't got to tell you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Orlando in Houston. What's up, Orlando? Hey, um, I was gonna tell Jim. I, hey. I do the same thing. I I use a wedge pillow. Oh, great! Wake up with no. That keeps, Go ahead. That keeps the you wake up with lettuce in your hair. <laughs> that, that keeps the water from dripping into my nose from the CPAP machine, and you can uh, 
it, it just keeps you from waking up from the water dripping in your nose. And then when you're done, your girlfriend can spin that pillow around and bend you over. Well, oh, no, I mean, nice. she likes to. We, we have a really weird relationship. After I'm done, like whatever leftover distilled water, she drinks it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Orlando. So none of daddy is wasted. Oh. <laughs> It'd be even worse if she if she referred to it that way. Yeah, I don't want to waste any of daddy. Yeah, and then she and she drains the fucking uh, the, the hose that connects. She just drains all that oh. in her mouth. It's gross, man. Yeah, really disgusting. Yeah. I haven't uh, watched that Arnold doc. Is it, the first episode so far is interesting. I don't love it, but I'm I'm going to give it more. I did turn on the new ninety day. Yeah, I'm, I'm through episodes one and two. This one, this episode, this year is sad. I mean, I watched only the first episode. It's a good one. It is good. Troy, are you up on it? It's good. It's, it's before the ninety days. Before the ninety days. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it made me very sad. The first one. For the big guy. No. Oh, yeah, him. Right. Oh, yeah. Like the, the woman whose husband died. Yeah, I mean. It's just sad. It's sad, but also, like, you can't be you can't be going overseas to meet somebody while your kids are still sleeping I know. with their husband in his ashes. But she's also probably just so lost and doesn't know what to do. Like, a mistake. She never planned on this. She never planned. This, this guy's cancer came so fast. I think it was like, wasn't it like in, they found out and like less than a month later he was dead? Like it was one of those yeah. fucking brutal ones. It's that top one, Travis. Yeah, and I haven't started it. It's less than it's a year her. he's been dead and she was on dating sites, but she's just like, I she think met she met him on TikTok. Oh, was it TikTok? Okay. Yeah, she has two kids. She just didn't know what to do. Like That's I feel girl? really, she's very yeah. sexy. But She's going to Romania. Her little kids sleep with daddy's ashes in a box with a picture on it. Now she's going to meet Rosvon? And she's going sad. to meet Rosvon, and it's like... Rosvon has a friend. Ooh, she's sexy. Fuck. I meant to look her up on the old IG. Thanks <laughs> for the reminder, TT. <laughs> you know how bummed out I'd be if I was dying of cancer, and then I like had some kind of way to look into the future and realize that within months, my wife was going to be leaving the kids at home to fly to Romania to meet a guy she met on TikTok? Yeah, you can't plan love, buddy. Yeah. I mean... Plus, you're grieving. Yeah. You, you, it's not rational. No, it isn't rational. Your grief is a weird... You probably feel like you're in a haze. Right. Plus, you should know your wife get over you super fast. Absolutely. Yeah. She literally fucking... On her way to her first date, she'd trip over your chemo cord. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even pack it away. Yeah, she wouldn't even wait till you were in the box. It's the second chemo run. I know it is. Unfortunately, <laughs> I couldn't think of another cord, and you did say cancer, so I had to go with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kids were in the backyard playing with the... Ashes, like the dad's. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. They like to. They they have a little box. It's kind of cute and sad. I'm gonna gonna watch. The ashes are in a wooden box with a picture of the dad on it. Yeah, daddy box. And the kids like walk around with daddy. How old are the kids? Thirty and thirty-five. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, they're 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 too young to be driving without car seats, but that doesn't stop her. Back in a four-year-old, a three or a four-year-old, like maybe that state doesn't require it. Who are you, Nanny Roberts? Let it go in, in the back seat of a car. Look at it like a, a, a three-year-old, not in a car seat, also with the front strap like behind him. I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I feel very sad for her. Her story made me very sad because because they had no time to plan for it. Just happened so feel, quick. I feel sad for everybody involved. Yeah. 
I guess so. But as the adult, you have two kids and you know you have to move forward. But it's just like, what do you? It's just got to be such a shit feeling. Like when things are just getting uh, started. Yeah, I know. Uh, I get it. Oh. I could have told him that. I mean, I mean, from from Jump Street. Is this going to be bad? No, but I mean. Ta- okay, we'll this, is, this is Tyree, right? Yeah. He's 33. He has a pretty girl. He's overweight. He lives in a one-bedroom apartment with his mom. Who he takes care of because she had a stroke. Right. He's a nice man. He's really nice. And he met an incredibly hot girl in Barbados that he's been talking to for four years. Four years. They're in love with each other. Okay, this girl? Yep. I'm not looking at the headlines. Don't look at anything. Just just back it up. Yeah, don't. I mean. Watch it tonight. No, uh, yeah. Do I have to? Just watch it. What do you think's happening, Travis? Probably something good. <laughs> it might surprise you though. You might you might think you know where it's going, but you don't. Just watch it. I will. I don't want to blow. I don't want to blow it for like double. Like you think tea. you know, mm-hmm. but you have no idea. Oh, this shit. is the diary of Tyree. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll start it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. And this, this is the deaf guy. Uh, oh, he's uh, deaf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as in cool. <laughs> Sam's using 1983 lingo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's called Deaf 90 Day Jam. <laughs> Yeah, the deaf guy who's like, oh, yeah. Who's that? This is Misha. I think you meet her in episode two. I haven't met her yet. Have I met her? I don't know. I didn't. I saw I, her. She's in, really hot. I saw her in the preview for episode two, but I didn't watch episode two yet. Uh, yeah, I have, but I don't remember meeting her. Mm. I mean, the deaf guy, you know where things are uh, going. Oh, boy. The deaf guy's talking to camera, and he's like, I mean, I guess he's not talking to camera. He doesn't, he doesn't read talk, lips. But he's like signing, and he's like, uh, yeah, I hope this is for real, because if it's not, I'll be broken. Oh, she's also hearing impaired. Yes, but she doesn't speak she knows very little sign, language, sign language, and he doesn't read lips. Oh, boy. But oh, she does speak... of errors. Yeah, I know. She does speak English, though. Okay. Um, And he's, like, talking about his past. He's like, oh, yeah, I was dating the love of my life, who was also deaf for several years, but we broke up. She cheated. Because she cheated on yeah. me. I this think, one sounds uh, like it's going to be good. The sexy one? No, the, 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 she meeting a girl... No, uh, connected online with Nicola, oh, yeah. a 46-year-old oh. virgin who has never been in a serious re- relationship yes. and lives with his mother. Oh, that's right. She's religious, right? Yes. Name. She's a Catholic convert. Right. She's she's 43. Oh, I'd give her a good rogering. She's 43, and he said his parents were upset that she wasn't a virgin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is... Which is just, I don't know. She wasn't in the episode yet, though, right? Just previews? I saw her in a preview for episode okay. two. I didn't watch episode two. Yeah. This feels like the... 43-year-old, she'd throw you a great fuck. She's, There's my guy. And then Gino's back. <laughs> Look at that new hat. Big time previews for... Uh, Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. He's got the hat. You know, I used to have a coworker that had a hat like that with a desert flap in the back. We made fun of him nonstop on text. Guys that were bald that wear these fedoras always look like burn victims. Because <laughs> you can see around it where the hair it's is such supposed such a fucking to be. stupid look. What the hell? It's a stupid look. <laughs> it really is. The guy he bought it from said no has ever pulled it off like that. No, no. I seen this guy in a meeting. Like it was, I think it was with Bladder or one of the bosses. And he was like, take the hat off. A guy wouldn't take the hat off. It's a terrible look. Yeah. He freaked out. I don't care about these two, to be honest. What? They're a real couple. Who cares? Episode Gino's one. the best. <laughs> Gino, Gino rules. They are having sexual difficulty. Gino talks about his erectile dysfunction, episode one, while Jasmine goes in for uh, to see if she can get vaginal surgery to re-virginize herself. How do yeah. you not care about these two? <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, she wants her pussy tighter. She's putting too much pressure on him sexually. Yeah, he can't get it up. Yeah. And 
we fight, it makes it harder. She and Gino apparently are going to move into a, an apartment building where her very handsome ex lives. No, she's moving in. With him. He's going to move in, she said, with him. She's, she's not forcing him to rent her a luxury apartment. He's not moving in. He's staying in Minnesota. He's just she, visiting her. She said he's going to go there for like a few weeks. Three weeks or two weeks. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So they're going to be living there. I'd give Jasmine a bang. With, his hands, with her handsome ex. Her that. ex is super handsome he's and okay. not threatened by Gino. No, but he's a kind of a simp. Of course he is. That's why he's great. No, the he's ex, talking the about ex. the ex. Oh. The handsome ex. Was this the ex that we met last time? No. No, different ex. Oh, boy. <laughs> also handsome. Yeah. Like an Australian guy or something? Something like that. Yeah, kind of a simp, but still, I mean. Yeah. I love these glamour shots. They're Does the she best. still have the toothbrush? No, she threw that shit out in a jungle. That was a Christmas present. Yeah. It was a Christmas present. Yeah, they make them take glamour shots. They know what they're doing, these producers. They do, yeah. They know how to make you look like an ass really where you really do. think you look, you think you're shining bright. Oh, man, you look great. Yeah, no, leave the hat. Leave, can you unbutton one more button? Cool photo. Yeah. It's tucked in shirt by a lake, <laughs> jumping for joy. Talk about your erectile dysfunction. Yeah, we, we, we might not use it. We but... probably won't use it. Yeah. Hey, look at these swans. <laughs> <laughs> Stop tucking in your shirt to shorts. He tucks his shirts. You should never tuck your shirt into your shorts. Why? They're cargo shorts. It's just They're a, cool khaki shorts. An what ass. an amazing surprise bumping into these two beautiful swans while doing my daily cardio workout. Is wow. It, Everything about that post is horrible. <laughs> you wouldn't call that an amazing surprise? Uh, no. An amazing If they talked to him, it would be an amazing surprise. <laughs> I'd say, look at these fucking noisy asshole birds while I'm trying to relax. What if they were staring at him? Are they staring at him? Oh, swans tend to do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's wild that people like Gino are still like going like, I should go buy some khaki shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to tuck this t-shirt into. I would never say that's an amazing surprise. <laughs> he likes to put his arms up like he's, <laughs> he's really like, ah! His whole Instagram, everything's got his arms up like, look at this! He's living his life. He's unbelievable. Look how great things are for Gino. Yeah. This is his old house. Living the life for Riley. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, they said she had, By the way, Jasmine in her interviews looks totally different than Jasmine in the scenes. Her tits look bigger. Yeah, yeah, she's had a little They're work done. Giant. She's not using her. She's not. She doesn't have her contacts in anymore, which I like that. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I don't like color contacts. No, giant fat tits. He really likes. He doesn't hey. know what to do with his hands. Look at his son coming down. Am I right? He's always amazed. <laughs> this amazed. This body of water showed up. Hey, I tucked my shirt into these khaki shorts. <laughs> His Instagram is hideous. Well, yeah, it's the Khaki Shorts Patrol. Look how complicated my shirt is. <laughs> wow. He's that every, must have cost him a fortune. He's every character. Wow. <laughs> you know where he bought those shorts? Where? Calico cut pants. <laughs> and they, But he's got, he gave. He, he donated. That's weird because they're always sold out when I try to get them. Yeah. That's a bad... He's probably got dice in those pockets. Well, he's hey! Been, he's, he's, been making, uh, he's been making money on the side. Really? He's got a side. Well, yeah, he's the driving crooner. Oh, yeah, yeah. He figured out how to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. for him. Well, he, but he hates it when people make it look fake. <laughs> <laughs> he also bought this new pet door. <laughs> he bought this new pet door. <laughs> what are they doing to us? <laughs> but he freaked out because his neighbors <laughs> sent in a pig with a Nixon mask on. Is this going to be on the show? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's just a ru- I I read it on one of the 90-day rumor websites. Laying in this hammock is so relaxing. Why the fucking peace sign? Just because he's smile. He's relaxed. Also, look how tense his shoulders are. Yeah. That's the least relaxed person I've ever seen in a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen guys standing in front of a jury that were more relaxed than he is in a hammock. <laughs> So always got to do something with his hands. He really does. Thumbs up, point, arms open. Is this supposed to be like the... Michael Barnett looked more <laughs> relaxed than Gino does. Who's that? He's uh, Natalia's... <laughs> Natalia Grace's oh, yeah, guy adopted was, father. He's super casual. Look at these shorts, am I right? He literally Boy, looks like... Boy, I could like, tuck a mean t-shirt into those shorts. He looks like a special needs kid posing next to a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... The fist up. No, I see. I, it. I saw it. Just thinking of a photo that I've seen. <laughs> when you take a photo next to like a legend. I wish I had that somewhere. Boxing and grilling. For me. Yep. Hand up. <laughs> Look bad. One of the worst. Uh. <laughs> Look like. Uh, I wish I could find that. Look like the last photo making a dream come true. Yeah. Here he is again, Gino. Come on! Hey, man. look at the sky. Hand uh, up in the air. It's almost like a doctor told him. Well, unfortunately, you're going to lose use of both your arms. And then when the doctor told him you're cured, he can't stop showing his, <laughs> his usable arms off. She's so hot. You like her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Troy. Yeah. You know what it is though? Like her aggression and sexuality probably makes him uncomfortable and intimidates him. He seems like a bit more of a sub. Like, uh, so when, like, doesn't he like her feet or something? So when she wants him just to fuck her and come, he probably just gets freaked out. She's she's going about it all wrong. Well, do you think he's like, uh, or, because he's clearly into some kind of sugar daddy type of stuff. Do you think he's into fin dom stuff? Or do you think that he gets aggressive when the cameras are off? Like, you're going to do this for me. I'm no, I, no, I think because she's saying that, like, he's not able to come with her. He has to go jerk off in the bathroom. Well, she mentioned he pure had boner, addiction. boner difficulties. That's pure addiction. Pure sex addiction. Oh, like you can only make yourself calm. Yeah. Uh, you train your body to only blow loads that way. I'm trying to find this picture. I mean, I would love it if you could. Can't. I, haven't, I haven't seen it in, in years. Yeah. Looks like his wrists were broken. It's a hard one. Well, he's never, he's never made that pose before. <laughs> oh. No need to. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks bad. Can we find this picture? Whenever you're making a fist next to a boxer, you just do it because they do it. You sometimes do it by instinct. You shouldn't. No. But you forget, or like a UFC fighter, you always like... Because they're doing not. it, so you don't want to be a dick. You just like, you're having fun. I try to remember not to, but I a lot of times, there are plenty of pictures of all of us with... Our fists up next. I to took a, a picture of, next to uh, Jonathan and Muhammad Ali, oh. and Ali and Ali doesn't do the fist thing. or didn't do the fist thing much, but he didn't do it at all. Jonathan had his fist up and he's ready to punch Ali in his fragile face. Jonathan put his fist up. Yeah, and Ali didn't have his up. Well, Jonathan was bullying him. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's take a break. Yeah, we got a lot to do today. Mike Ward's coming in in a little bit. Uh, you got a big weekend ahead of you. It's going to be great. Yeah, I also want to promote the 16th of July. I will be at the Comedy Mothership. The 14th, 15th is sold out, but the 16th, uh, we added two shows on the Sunday. And also Toronto, September 28th. 
I think that's just on sale now. Go to my site and try it, but I'm doing part of the JFL Festival. And um, tonight, Fat Black Pussycat's been selling out every Wednesday, so if you want to come down see me run the hour, I've been kind of changing it up every week. It's been really fun. Awesome. Thanks. We'll be right back. Stay there. Sorry, folks. The funny batteries need a little recharging. Jim and Sam will be back. The optics aren't good. But radio's most problematic couple are back. Welcome back. I know I was chewing nuts. I could just enjoy this. <laughs> what chewing nuts? <laughs> and this song together. <laughs> Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Who's I? Mean? How's I not like Dolly Parton? Dolly's the best. Something fishy going on came on my fucking playlist recently. I thought there might be something fishy going on. Whoa. <laughs> Got stuck up there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Dolly is the shit. Yeah, it makes always loops me back to the White Stripes cover of Jolene, and then I was reading a uh, an article of another person attempting to interview Meg White recently, and she just won't do. Meg just won't won't do anything. Why? She just doesn't. She's not interested. It's 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 actually cool. Like that, she's the one person in rock that like left and just had, won't do anything she married I don't know I don't know she keeps her life completely 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 private in this uh, this this article that came out yeah it came out like last week I think she was his wife right she was his wife in the way beginning and they were divorced sister by the, too right and then they were brother and sister after they got divorced yeah yeah they became brother and sister um yeah, but like this woman, this reporter talks about her quest to get an interview and can I, like, she was talking to a friend of Meg going, can I send you questions and Meg can just answer them and at the end of the thing, Meg's like, you know, with all the people that I've said no to, sorry, I can't answer the questions. Can't do anything. And the legend just exists. She's like, nope, she's perfectly fine. She's living her life. She's a happy person. She's a human being. Good days and bad days, and that's it. And she's just doing her thing. Yeah, maybe she's just painfully shy. She thinks she still has money from the white stripes. I'm sure she does. I mean, I don't. Unless she was living an extravagant life, which it doesn't seem that she is. You don't hear stories of like you know, Meg White going out and buying giant cars or houses or whatever. Right. You I only know how much know she it. actually has though, because is she credited as a writer on a lot of those songs, or is it really just Jack? Uh, that I don't know. You know, I mean... Like, I would assume she was taken care of. I would assume she was taken care of. Would people want to see her play at a show? Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, if the White Stripes reunited, if Jack and Meg got back together... But she's not even a great drummer, right? She's a great drummer for the White Stripes. Would she be able to drum on Ice Station Zebra? I don't know what that is. It wouldn't do the solo stuff. It would just be White Stripes stuff. Oh, okay. Don't bring up the solo stuff. Okay. It would just mainly be White Stripes stuff. But yeah, if they got Jack and Meg back together... Okay. Do you think I mean, people would like it if she came out like in the encore? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people would rather just see 
Uh, yeah, I think maybe she wouldn't want to do a whole show. Right. If she came out for the encore, I, no, I don't think it would ever happen that way. I don't think Jack would ever do a solo show and then Meg drummed in like the encore just because the White Stripes have a total aesthetic. Like it would it wouldn't work if Meg was just the drummer at a Jack White show because that's not the White Stripes. Um, it's just those two, right? It's just those two. Everything's red, white, and black. The lighting, the staging, the what they're playing. Well, like, if you change it for the encore, if you do something, that, no, you'd have to li- physically change sure. everything. Like it would take two hours before the encore started. And he seems to be very protective over their legacy. A hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think he would ever just do an encore. Okay, it wouldn't. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, as a fan, I wouldn't. I'd be like, this is. Well, they'll have. This feels cheap. Well, what's his name? Will come out once in a while. Like if if uh, Roger Waters is playing occasionally, Dave Gilmore has come out and sing something like uh, "Comfortably Numb." Like they'll do it like that. Like he just doesn't want to do a whole show, or they're not touring. But he's like, yeah, I'll come out and do one. Like just uh, for the fans to do something. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah. Maybe. What like, about if they got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I would love it, and they came out and just did. A three set, songs. Yeah. Three songs. Yeah, that would be fucking amazing. Think she'd do it? I don't know. That would be the only time I could see it happening. Yeah, e- that it's even possible. And even then, I could see it not happening. Because it's only three songs. It's so three not, songs. She's not going to go back on tour. That's nope. never going to happen. Nope. She just was scared of stage fright? Yeah, debilitating stage fright. Yeah. You're crazy. So why put yourself through that again? Yeah. You know? And there's no way over that, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. we all get nervous. Everyone, I guess, has nerves, but. When it's a debilitating thing where you just can't function, or you, but she was functioning. She was playing the drums. Maybe it was just a amazing. nightmare every night. Yeah, yeah and it's it not like she's a musician night. who has continued to to do music. She's right. just the drummer in the White Stripes. And and yeah, and Jack has only ever put her on the highest pedestal yeah. imaginable. Like there is no. I mean, there could be some kind of friction Behind deep the down, scenes, but like, sure. but like in terms of got divorced public statements and everything. It's always been no, like Meg is the greatest thing ever. Like right, yeah. I wonder if they're still friends. Yeah, because they were divorced before. Like they were divorced for many years while they were on tour together. But they didn't say it. Well, they. I mean, everybody knew. They said they were brother and sister. They okay. said all kinds of crazy okay. shit. You know, it was all it was all lore. Like it was it was. <laughs> what's real? What's it doesn't none. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it wasn't like a secret. But if you asked them, you'd be like, "No, nah, that's my sister." I wonder if she got fat. I'm telling you, sometimes people don't want to be back in public life because they put weight on. Well, no, I mean, she left like... No, no, but I mean now. Maybe she doesn't want to do anything now because she's like, I'm fat. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't explain why she left originally. And why she hasn't done anything for almost And she could have answered the questions via email. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's right. <laughs> Unless she had too much fucking maybe her chocolate on her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Bridget Fonda got very fat and she oh, answers paparazzi questions. Poor Bridget Fonda. She's <laughs> so sexy. Hey Jack, would you get fat or something? <laughs> Poor, that's who I was thinking of, Bridget Fonda. <laughs> she packed a few on. Yeah, you know, it happens. God bless. It happens. People are entitled to their lives. Oh, we should bring uh, Mike Warden. Sure. Um, Tom in New York has hey, a, Tom. the question on everybody's mind. What's up, Tom? Hey guys. All right. So you mean I was telling you, you're, you're screening. You got to go to the professional sometimes. My girlfriend and I have been debating this for a long time. And when you play Dolly Parton, it made me think of it again. You ever look at a girl and just say, hey, listen, that girl can't possibly shit. But if she does, it's got to come out in like a bow. Like Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. that's a bow turd. Dolly Parton shits once a year. Uh, Carrie Fisher, that's an angry one. That was, that was a flamethrower. You got some easy ones like J-Lo. That's Kong. You, you know that's coming out, Kong. 
But yeah, I just feel like the little girls, they're the ones you got to watch out for. I think they're the ones that, that, that they're, they're, they're the wild card. Like the Dolly Partons. You do it a uh, bit. <laughs> are, you about, are, you, are you wondering what kind of logs they drop? <laughs> oh, he hung up. Oh. I think that that gentleman has always wanted to be a stand-up comedian and had written that bit for bit himself. Bit out, maybe. And like for years, he's done it in the mirror. He's done it over in his head. Yeah. And he said, this is the morning. I'm going to call the radio show and do my girl's poop bit. <laughs> and he realized that like we weren't going nuts we were just kind of confused by the whole thing i didn't know what he was doing yeah, yeah you just it's just i was actually wondering with him yeah like wh- wh- what type of logs i don't know where are you going with this we had a whole list well because yeah, he it was this bit i think th- i think it's got legs sir i think you go out there and you develop yeah. that yeah what kind of shit does taylor swift have? i don't know he knows bows i mean that would be so hard to get that'd be out. creepy yeah I don't want somebody shitting in a shape. No, I defecate in the shape of a bow. What? Yeah. Get out of my house. Yeah. Little pretzels in the... <laughs> yeah. Or it's a bow. It's the back of a ship. Maybe it was a bow. <laughs> yeah, no, I said bow. Oh. I didn't know where he was going with that. No, I, you know, I... I think was... Oh, we don't need to see that. Sorry. Jesus. What do you... She what... looks like Brando on the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the best Brando. <laughs> no, but he's... <laughs> I can't even. I've, she looks healthy. Uh, she's just an older lady. It happens. Put a few. I mean, who in the fuck am I to talk? Shouldn't wear. A, I look like Martina Navratilova's fucking girlfriend. It's a good call. Horizontal stripes. She can wear. Look. No, it's true. She's lived her life. Yeah, but I mean, it was, okay. it's just. Uh, oh, why I would mean, you compare it with? I mean, Jesus There's Christ. There's no reason to do one look after her. the other like that. That, that same person. Oh six God. months. Six months later. Coop can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. I think she works over a compound. <laughs> I mean, that's not a compliment. She's, <laughs> she's running the place. It's not a compliment. Hey, man. Uh, What's up? Mike Ward is joining us uh, in studio. Uh, Mike Ward, he's the co-host of Two Drink Minimum, which is available every single uh, Wednesday. Uh, you can get to all his stuff at Mike Ward CA. Mike Ward CA is the website. July 4th, uh, Le Bordel Comédie Club. In Montreal, July 7th, the Great Hall in Toronto, July 18th through the 26th, the Nasty Show at Club Soda in Montreal. That's part of Just for Laughs. Welcome, Mike. How are you, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm real good. Real good. You just got sued again. I'm, I'm reading that as you as you walked in. I'm reading that. I thought all that was done. It was done, but then because uh, I, I won at the Supreme Court level. Yeah, I and watched then, some of that. By the way, I was watching some of that. Uh, the the hearing very interesting. Yeah, it was it was weird that uh, it was on Zoom. Like I didn't. Uh, it's weird going to court for like twelve years and then the final day I'm just in my pajamas drinking beer in my office. <laughs> Like, it was very bizarre. Yeah. Why 12 years? Why the fuck does something take that long? Everything is slow. My lawyer at first was like, oh, this should take about a year. And every time he told me it'd take about a year, it took about five. Right. And it's super slow. So I finally won after 12 years. And then the family... Uh, well, so what was, the, what was the case for people that don't right, know? Right, people yeah. that don't know, I was... Uh, the Quebec Human Rights Commission came after me because I had a joke about this uh, famous singer. And, and, and by the way, also, you know, just to set up who you are, you know, you probably don't want to pat yourself on the back too hard, but Mike is like, you know, a massive Canadian comedian. You have the 
Guinness World Record for most tickets sold for a podcast recording you to 20,000. 20,000 last Take summer it. at That's the in- Bell Center. Incredible. It's insane. Uh, Having in- 20,000 people. Incredible. <laughs> so yeah, so it's not like you're just some like guy in a club dude. like you're 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 big act. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not an open micer. Right. But yeah. Right. But uh yeah, so but uh, yeah, so the Quebec Human Rights Commission came after me. They wanted me to pay a fine. It was 42,000. And uh, I didn't want to pay because it felt, you know, like uh, I, I felt like a, a guy with a restaurant and the mafia was coming in telling me this is how much it's going to cost. Yeah. Mm. So I refused to pay, uh, went to court um, and uh, lost, uh, then uh, went to the appellate court, lost again, then went to the Supreme Court and eventually won. And as soon as I won, I thought it was over. But uh, and I, they, they, they had sued me for uh, they said it was uh, discrimination. Making a joke about a, crazy. a kid, and then when they lost, they came back with uh, defamation instead of discrimination. So basically, they the, the, these babies in the Human Rights Commission didn't want to take the L, uh, so yes. they came after you again. Yeah, uh, no, but this time it's not it's not the Human Rights Commission. It, it was the the family of the kid. But uh, they they dropped their case. Uh, the the mother's case was uh, thrown out, and then the kid said he's dropping his case. The kid who's now 26, I think. It's fucking it's insane. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Have Is you ever met him? No. I, I met him in, uh, in court, and it was really weird because I was watching a bunch of documentaries uh, about murderers. And uh, they, the people would always say, the man that murdered my brother, I wanted him to look at me in the eye so he'd, see, he'd feel my pain. Mm-hmm. So I was in court just staring at this kid, trying to see his pain. Mm-hmm. And it, I think I freaked him out. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has a fucking, the, a man who he thinks is a bully just staring at him. Is he trying to intimidate <laughs> me right now? You're like, no, I'm trying to empathize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, is there... 12 years. Uh, yeah, is there some kind of... Was there somebody specifically behind keeping this alive for as long as it was? Do you have enemies or something, or no, is it just one of those it's things? It's just uh, the Human Rights Commission. Yeah. They, like when they, when, uh, when I eventually won at the Supreme Court level, they had to drop like two hundred cases. So they, I think. Oh they, wow! Oh, wow! Because yeah. of other things that the precedent that that would yeah, have yeah. set. Yeah. And I think they Good. were coming after me since in, in French Canada, I'm really big. So th- it just, they want to uh, make an example of me. That's yeah. so fucking yeah. great that it cost them 200. Like, I love it when they push it too far. And, and like, it's almost like in that documentary with the, the guy who used to put people's uh, shameful sexual stuff online. What was that guy's name? Oh, yeah, name? The, uh, the Are You Up? That's still up guy. That awful yeah. guy who was like, he would like hack people and put their. And then this mother said, Can you take my daughter off yeah. and he went no he was a cunt about it and he didn't read the writing on the wall like he messed with the you wrong fucked, person this is the wrong one to not yeah. back off on and it just brought down everything and that's what they did but they should have seen with this like ah, all right we should just yeah. back off and they just wouldn't yeah, yeah I'm, more yeah i'm yeah. not the the type of person that backs down so I'm I'm not like physically I can't fight like a, a, I find that hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a fighter's mentality. But right. uh, yeah, but not like, physically. It, I'll, I'll, <laughs> but I give you twelve years. Yeah, I'll, I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but That's the most life. frustrating yeah. thing. Like yeah. I'm not going to fight you, but I will never go away. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. moving. You're right. I mean, we're we're allowed to do things that are in poor taste. Like. Yeah. The kid being mad and his family being mad is one thing. But I get the government, that. sure. Yeah. yeah. Getting the government get involved is in Canada's even worse than we are here and yeah. that's saying something. The worst place right now is either Canada or England. Both are really bad. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, America's America's not doing that good either. But <laughs> right, <laughs> we're you, you guys, close third. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So is it everywhere in Canada the same, um, or, or is it mostly Quebec is the worst? Uh, I think uh, Quebec is actually better than. Uh, I think the worst place is probably Toronto. Really? Yeah. Like, see, see, uh, Andrew Schultz when he he's he's just sold out two shows, two yeah. shows at the where where the Raptors play. But uh, last year he was doing a, a venue and they they canceled him. And they were like, he can't perform this material in this venue. Go fuck yourself. But isn't that's it, crazy? Isn't yeah. it interesting that like cities that are like a spot like Toronto that's that adamant against it? The people who are actually living in Toronto are filling two basketball yeah, arenas yeah, yeah. to see it. Like yeah. this is what we want to yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. Whenever you hear people saying, "No, this isn't poor taste. We don't want that," they, they they're not speaking for the people. Yeah, no, yeah. they like to rob Ford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that, which is fine. Oh, I get yeah. no problem with Rob yeah. Ford, but I mean, that's that the same city. It's, it really is kind of crazy. You can't yeah. have a comic swear on stage, but you can have a mayor smoking crack. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and maybe going down on Olivia Dondek. We don't know. Yeah, eating her <laughs> pussy well. Yeah, well, he well he said he had plenty to eat at home. Yeah, so it might not have happened. Best quote in <laughs> fucking political history. <laughs> So you're po- you did a po- I, I, doing a podcast in front of an audience is always weird. Twenty thousand. Yeah, I mean, I, that's- <laughs> and that that just started as a joke because I was uh, that that's my French podcast. So I do in in a small comedy club, like in front of seventy people every week, and I did it one time in a in a, in a festival, and it was a three hundred seater, which was the biggest room I'd ever done. And we were selling out, and as a joke, I just said, we should do it at the Bell Center. And it, it was just a joke, and then the Bell Center people called me, and they were like, are you serious? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then when I met them, they were like, okay, we'll do it in it's sort of theater mode. And I was like, no, I want to be like center. I want it full 360. I want the, the UFC experience. Like, How many did you think you would sell? Uh, I thought I'd sell... About a thousand. Like yeah. there was something funny. I was like, because doing stand up in a twenty thousand seat <laughs> room hilarious. in front of a thousand people, you feel like a piece of garbage. But a podcast, I was like, it's going to be fucking hilarious for me, for the people like there. That I'll be like, this is so dumb. Like yeah. we didn't even sell out one section. And did you talk to the Bell Center about that? Like, look. You know, we might just sell a thousand tickets. Yeah, like, this is. I didn't tell him right away. Right, like I waited. I waited for everything to be signed before <laughs> I started <laughs> telling them how I thought it was going to fail miserably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it sold like crazy. But a lot of people were just coming as a goof. Like they were like, "This is so stupid. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is so stupid." And we sold. They they ran out of beer. And the Bell Center, the family that owns it is the Molson family that has the Molson <laughs> lot beer, beer company. Yeah. yeah. So and they, they it's the first time and the only time in their history that they they ran out of beer. Wow, you you out, that your fans outdrank hockey people. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty yeah. fucking amazing. And no fights. It was amazing. Did you get a percentage on drinks? No, no. That sucks. No, it yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Buffett gets a piece of that. Yeah. And it was weird because I wasn't going to do merch, but then people were like, if wow. you're doing the Bell Center, you got to do merch. Yeah, it's sure. almost like yeah. fans would be disappointed if they, yeah. And we ended up selling $84,000 worth of t-shirts. Jesus Christ. I was like, what the fuck? And I was telling them, nah, comics don't sell well. Look at that. But, yeah. That is great. And it was just... Now, what is the, what is, is your podcast, is there a theme to it, or what is it? It's just uh, me me talking. To, it's always me and two other comics, uh, but generally not in front of uh, 20,000 people. <laughs> when you're doing your podcast in front of 20,000, <laughs> did you... Like go in with a plan, like a different. Like no. you're like, okay, we're gonna. I didn't even. We get, can't just shoot the shit because everyone was like, "What are you gonna wear?" And I was like, "Who cares? It's a podcast." So I wore like <laughs> an old shirt. I didn't get a haircut. I I looked like garbage, and uh, I I 
The only thing I did do different was I wanted to live the moment, like when I was walking in, mm-hmm. like to to let the let let the let myself be touched. Yeah, because uh, usually like I go in like a fucking robot. But and then after I'm like I think that was fun, but I don't even know. You don't experience it yeah. in, in the moment. You're just yeah, kind yeah. of doing shit. But I was doing tasks. very, I was very like a, a yoga lady. Like I was like I'm gonna be in the moment and enjoy this, and it was a lot of fun. That's so, awesome. What what were the ticket numbers like when you realized like oh shit, this is actually it's moving doing yeah. really well. Like the first week, just with my Patreon, we sold uh, eight thousand tickets <laughs> on your Patreon. Just, just on my Patreon. How many people do you have on Patreon? I have like uh, ten, twelve thousand. Wow. So I was like, oh shit, I think this is going to sell real well. And then I looked what the previous record was. There's a podcast in England. Uh, I, I don't know the name, but they, they had sold 12,000 tickets. So I was like, fuck, I think we're going to beat them in like less than a week. And we ended up beating them. It took a couple of weeks to beat them. Wow. But, and yeah. then you realize like, oh, and then once you beat them, you're like, oh, but this is still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is still and like- then I was like, oh shit, I think this is gonna sell out. And I was freaking out. And then the last last couple of thousand tickets, I was I was angry. I was like, why isn't this section sold yeah. out? Like I I went from very <laughs> humble to I'm only gonna sell a thousand yeah. to being like fucking a yeah. diva. And go, these motherfuckers. <laughs> you only have eighteen thousand sold. This yeah. is <laughs> what am I? Yeah. And then I, my merch, one of the shirts I did, in the back I wrote how many tickets each act had gotten. So it was uh, like in the back, it was Bon Jovi sold twelve thousand tickets, Celine Dion fourteen thousand tickets, U two eighteen thousand, whatever, and then me. On top. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yes, <laughs> keeping you humble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when did you realize it was? How far before the gig did it actually sell out? Uh, and only like uh, just a couple of days uh, before, yeah. like a week. Because yeah. it, it, it had st- we had uh, planned this. It was supposed to be July uh, 2020. Tickets went on sale early March 2020. So right when COVID hit. So we mm. sold like a bunch of tickets, then COVID hit, and then uh, we were fucked. Yeah, Lady, that, Lady Gaga, seventeen yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So wait, you had you had so these these were like holdover tickets. A lot. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. And I was surprised that only about a thousand people from the original twelve or thirteen asked for a refund. Like everyone just kept on held on to their tickets, and uh, yeah, so we did it in 2022. So people kept their tickets for two years. That's insane. Did yeah. you end up dropping it as a podcast? Like here's like, yeah, here's yeah, a yeah. podcast. You yeah. can just hear twenty thousand yeah. people in and the background. And the sound is so shitty because we we <laughs> like I didn't hire uh, a professional sound guy. I just had the guy that does my sound on the podcast, and oh, he. Had, no. <laughs> so it was. Can you imagine like yeah. bringing a hot dog to do the sound Mike. for the arena? <laughs> no, it was it was so. Bad. It was. Look how happy I am. Look at you walking yeah. out. Can we yeah, hear? I'd be, I'd be pretty. Oh my god. You're carrying your mic. That's such a common yeah. thing to do. <laughs> wow. No, I think I was carrying my beer. Oh, yeah, it's just it's just beer. oh, oh no, beer and mic. Yeah, both. It's just a table with four stools. Yeah. And this, this, the stage uh, rotated. Very like, good. Like, uh, you still have like cameras on tripods set up on stage. Yeah. Like you're just recording a podcast. Yeah. How how were you panicking at this moment? No. Yeah. yeah what's that like? Looking up and and seeing like this it was, is what it was this just looks surreal. Like. Yeah. It was just so fucking weird. It was just so bizarre. And this this point though was weird because I was like, okay, when are they gonna stop? And then they started. S- 
chanting ole 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 or some bullshit like it's a soccer game yeah and i was yeah. like okay this is very fucking weird so i stood up again and that's what i would do too yeah. I, would, I would make that opening last as long as it could yeah. <laughs> then do five minutes of interviews and wrap it up yeah, yeah i got nothing playing yeah wow that's like a fucking fight chant you hear yeah yeah it's a soccer chant yeah yeah Maybe it's just me trying to talk. Yeah, you don't even want to interrupt yeah. it because it's... Yeah. Oh, Bo. Yeah. What, this in French? <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is in French. The whole thing was in French, um, yeah. And who are the comedians? Uh, we had... Uh, generally, I do two comics. This, uh, this one... Well, they're all people you don't know. They're right. uh, uh, Les Denis Drolet, Christine Morancy, Martin Matt, Stéphane Rousseau, and uh, Marilyn Jonca. I literally thought you had already said yeah, three people. Yeah, no. And yeah. then there was... A that th was just one person. We have very <laughs> long French names. Isn't it weird when the accent kicks in, that yeah. the voice also, the yeah. tonality changes? It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and the whole audience knew these guys, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. well-known French comics. Yeah, they're well-known. Do you comics. do you like that existence where it's like that? Always fascinates me where it's like in one section of the world, you can sell twenty thousand tickets, but you can still just kind of like you can come to America and exist yeah, yeah. without being swarmed and without like who was the French comic that we had in here? Um, you had uh, Gad Elmaleh. Yeah, the Gad is like just massive yeah. in France and can come over here and just kind of... And steal everyone's jokes. <laughs> does he? <laughs> he does. He's oh, the no. worst. Oh. He's the worst. I fucking hate that guy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I love Gad. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's real nice, though. Yeah, he's a nice, yeah. he's a nice guy, but that's always the way, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy to invite <laughs> everyone's jokes. <laughs> All right, so do you go... Do, do you known in France as well or just here? Uh, not, not, not as known like I'm doing I'm doing a tour with my podcast this month in France but we're doing like uh, 300 seaters and, and are, you, are you doing other ones like can you are you if you go to Vancouver Toronto no like to, I'm doing my French podcast in Toronto at the comedy bar and it's a hundred seater and we're not sold out yet so, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's a that's, very what a rad yeah, existence. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. But there's no and weird. There's no French people really in Toronto. But right. I was like, it's a hundred seater. There's got to be a hundred French people. No. And apparently there's seventy. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Seventy to twenty thousand. But that's good. That that's really good though for the ego. Because when you do like, if all I did was twenty thousand seaters, I'd I'd be fucking full of myself. But it's fun to go like I'm the I'm the king of French Canada, and then I fucking play a place in Canada and don't sell it all. Not even the king of Canada. The yeah. king of French. Canada. I'm the king of French Cam Canada. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'm the king of Rene Levesque Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about? Uh, so do you do it in English ever, or is it always in French? Yeah, uh, I do a two-drink minimum with uh, Pantelis. The, we do that every That's week in English. In English yeah. yeah, And we were supposed to do, when we did the Bell Center, we were supposed okay. to do the Olympic Stadium with two-drink minimum, which is where the Expos used to play. Okay. Like, it's an 80,000-seat room. But they, they have this weird little theater on, like, on top of the building, and it's a, I think it's a 90-seater. So I was like, it's fun. That's and awesome. No one knows about that room. So I was like, it'll be funny just to announce that I'm playing the Olympic Stadium. And people would be like, 80,000? Does this fucking idiot think he's good? And then have it like sell out in a day. Because you're playing 90 seats. Yeah, because it's a 90 seater. 
that rules. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So it's all, pretty much all of my marketing is just jokes. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. things that I think are funny. What did your shirt say? What kind of, what did you have for merchandise? Uh, I had one shirt that, that was just written uh, Bragg, the uh, Centre Bragg instead of Saint Belle because I was bragging that I was selling out. Right. And then uh, there was, uh, one was just the, the logo, you know, uh, my, my podcast logo. Uh, one was uh, uh, a, a drawing that some fan made that I thought was cool, so I gave her a couple of thousand to, to buy the oh, yeah. the rights to it. And I had a, a hockey shirt that it's not on there that uh, some fans, I, I sponsored a, a deck hockey team, like a, a ball hockey team, and uh, they made a really cool shirt, and I sold their shirts. So, yeah, since it's, it's a, a hockey arena, I figured having a hockey shirt was a good idea. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. That's it's awesome. got to be weird for your timing, really too. Awesome. Like, just talking, like, if, if we were doing this as a podcast, it's not like you're doing stand-up, so it's got to be strange to and talk. A, and, and not a delay. And a delay, yeah. but not even hearing laughs if you're just actually having a real conversation. Every line feels like there's pressure to be funny. And, and they had told me, they were like, do you want to use monitors or just, like, a in-ear? Like a, and I was like, I don't want the in-air thing. I want the, the, the monitor. But I couldn't hear myself. The first podcast, I couldn't hear myself. So I kept on telling them, can you put, can you put the in-air thing? And they were like, okay, okay. And then they came to see me and they were like, it's going to take like 45 minutes to install. And I was like, isn't it just a fucking, like. Just plug you, it in. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. give me an earbud. And I put it in my ear, but that's not how it is. So I end, and I, I think I, I just got used to the sit, shitty sound that the second podcast, because we did two podcasts, the second one, I, I felt like, uh, you know, I was just in a studio. Wait, you did two in front of the same audience? Yeah. Was it about two hours? It was about four hours. Yeah, we started. We started. Two, two uh, yeah, we started at eight, ended uh, close to midnight, and at eleven, uh, we started having penalties. And I, like they had told me, they were very vague. They were like, "If you bust, uh, if you go past eleven, yeah. you 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 got to pay a fine." I was like, "How much is it?" And they were like, "Ah, oh, it's like fifteen hundred. I was like, "Oh, who cares?" And they told me it's fifteen hundred for every fifteen minutes. I'm like, "Oh, who cares?" Yes. And then true. day of the show, they told me it was eighteen thousand for every fifteen minutes. <laughs> So I was like, oh, fuck. And I'd been telling everyone, I'm going to bust. I don't care. I'm making money. <laughs> and then I was freaking out. Like at 11, I was like, we got to wrap this shit up quick. And uh, one of my guests, he was like, fuck it, fuck it. Let, let, uh, I'm, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay the first half hour. Wait, do you guess are these guys have that much money? Yeah. Well, one of the guys uh, is, <laughs> is huge in France. So And uh, people in France make crazy money. Like I'm, I'm rich for a, a Canadian. I, but I'm poorer than uh, like American comics, like American stars. I mean, but uh, in France they make crazy money. Oh, they really? make They make the same money as you guys make here. So uh, an arena act in France, who one these guys are like big acts over yeah, in France yeah, too. He, the the guy Stéphane Rousseau, he sells out like uh, like six thousand seaters in Europe. So wait, did you have two different sets of guests? Yeah, I had two different. And one of the, I got one of my friends because I drink during the podcast. So I was like, I, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to be <laughs> fucked up for the second one. So I got my friend to to be like my co-host because I was like, if I get too drunk, he's going to take care of business. But he got drunk and he actually fell down. Like when when the the show's over, the like he he goes uh, like I I I told the I told the yeah if you go to the end of the podcast I told the the people at the Bell Center I was um I was like when I get off the stage start uh, Mama I'm coming home by Ozzy oh, that's nice. and I didn't wanna I didn't wanna have to you know um, 
cut it for when, when we'd uh, show the podcast or, or release sure. it. So that's why I told him, wait for me to be like walking away. And so I didn't see it, but my friend John Tamat, look, uh, wait, uh, no, it's uh, past this. It's like the last, last minute. He just tries to stand up and he, yeah, it's right before that. He stands up and he just, he falls down. It was it was insane. Which guy is he? It, it's the guy with the blue T-shirt who's sitting. Still sitting? Who looks he drunk. He looks fuck. like he I knows. know I am oh, not. Uh, look, and he tries to get up. He's holding then, the table. He's, he's holding yeah. it tight. And then he goes over. Oh, no. And look, the, the other guy just taps him, and now he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best part is? Hilarious. You could have easily you could have easily cut to you walking out yeah. before, but you left it in when he fell over. Thank God you left that uh, in. That's my favorite clip. He's holding that he knows how he knows, fucked yeah. up he is. You know, it's like how tight he's holding that table. And, and I he, love he goes in for the hug. Yeah, yeah. For balance. And the other guy just taps his shoulder and that's what that's what sets him off. He's like, see. okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then you have it's me like building seven. Yeah. <laughs> was he slurring? Uh, he didn't talk. Like I, I hadn't oh, noticed the, the second podcast. He talked maybe like the first three minutes. So he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do the first one. It's two hours. Do two you hours? walk off stage? I, I walked off stage to pee and to get them to put the the earbud in. And uh, I had a friend who's a singer. He did like a halftime show. There you go. So he, but I had planned this, and tickets were pretty much already sold. So we found a section that we could put up like a temporary stage. So he was up like. In, in you know section two o three or something, there was a small stage. He did three songs. I went to pee uh, and then uh, came back. And they so they mm. they applauded again when you came out yeah, like yeah. it was the new podcast. Oh, got, That's yeah. great. That's amazing. That's yeah. But they knew the crowd knew that there was going to be two shows, yeah. two podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And see, we're doing. I'm doing a arena show in. Um, uh, uh, July 22nd this year in Quebec City, it, which is a smaller uh, venue. It's only 12,000, but it's so oh, yeah. still it's, big. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's more than I've done yeah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing that with, I'm, I'm just doing the one podcast. And I hired uh, a real sound guy. Like I hired, hired the guy that used to tour with Celine Dion. Okay. Yeah. 12,000. No, I'm only gonna do one show. Yeah, I'll do one show. <laughs> Are you sold out? Uh, we're not sold out yet. We're we're at about six thousand. Right, right so it's now. great. Yeah. I yeah. mean, either way, like yeah. if you don't sell one more ticket, six thousand yeah. people is still it's not bad for a it's podcast. Incredible. Yeah. But then, did the sound come out okay in the final mix for the podcast? It came out okay, but <laughs> like okay, like if you compare it to a Netflix special, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you got like, it. It's just garbage. Was your sound guy? Is he not good? Um, it's apparently it's really hard to to make the, that room sound good. Sure. And I didn't have anyone, so. Even with someone who's good, it sounds kind of weird. Because <laughs> it's an echo. It's a yeah. giant. It, it's not meant for sound. It's yeah. meant for fucking hockey people to scream. And everyone told me that sound, that room never sounds good. The night after I did this, or two days after, uh, Bill Burr was playing. Yeah. And I went to see Bill, and the sound was fucking impeccable. It was. Like, it was flawless. It yeah. felt like I was in an 80-seater. And like, were, were you like, oh, fuck, why didn't I? Yeah, I was, do, uh, who did Bill use? Did he use different people? Uh, I well, think, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't use my <laughs> podcast guy. <laughs>
No, but does he use the, did he use Bell Center people? No, or? I think he he had his people, okay. and he does a lot of arenas. So yeah. he's he has like because my sound guy, I I do soft seaters. So and it's not the same thing. I thought it was kind of the same thing, but it's not. It's not the same. Yeah. You found that out. Yeah, found yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah, that echo has got to be very. Yeah, but imagine if he had done this and then he found out that it wasn't recorded. Uh, yeah. Has imagine that if you do a live podcast. Yeah. In front and it's not recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. I, I did that in a much smaller venue. Okay. But, Still, still hurt. Still a thousand people. Did it hurt? Yep. <laughs> I, oh, fuck. That must have been uh-huh. yeah, so... Yeah, he didn't it. Yeah. He didn't record it. He did? Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a chip podcast. And... Yep. Fuck. It was a good one. I was there. Man, I was, was on good. stage for it. Man, it was fun. Good thing I was there. <laughs> yep. Otherwise, we'd have never known it existed. Insane to me. Yeah. Insane. The yeah. lack of... Yeah. That's still... Haunts. I hadn't thought of that in a yeah. while. Oh, I shouldn't have brought it up. No, I wish you hadn't. Yeah, sorry about that. That's, yeah, yeah. It's really ruined my, my day. That's my bad. This sounded good, though. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. What, so, what room did you do? It's the, the Paramount seats. Theater in okay. uh, Long Island. Okay. Do it's you a great guys, theater. It, it's an amazing room, yeah. yeah. And Chip, like, in a big room must be awesome. Like, I mean, for the people? I guess so, yeah. It, it was awesome, yeah. Chip did, like, three theaters, and they all sold very well, and... He like it's he just does a lot of like, work. Like there are like game shows that they bring people up for. Okay. At the Boston gig, Chip lit, legit married someone. Okay, like two people wanted <laughs> but to honestly, get married. But honestly, uh, Jim fucked up the paperwork so they legally weren't married. Chip, the, I, I still talk have, to that guy too. Did I you have to call him and be like, hey, you got to. No, he told me he's like uh, something. The license wasn't, or maybe I told him. I don't remember. But I fucked up. And... Did you forget to record the license too? No, <laughs> that that one's on tape and on okay. video. But they are. It's a different energy when you, like, instead of just interacting with the guests as a comic, you feel the need to play to the people yeah, yeah. in the room. Normally, you just do it in a studio, yeah. right? I think though, no, my uh, uh, my French podcast is always in front oh, of a crowd. Right, right, okay. And the only reason I started doing that and and it works is because I own a little comedy club. So it was. Um, I wanted a way to pay for my sound guy, my my the guy that films it, and so and, and so I I just charged five bucks at the door, and I told him take a hundred percent of the door, that's yours. We started doing it that way, and I'd already done about thirty or forty podcasts, so I knew, like I I didn't even listen to the crowd. I didn't care that they were there, and uh, so that's why. That, and then I got used to not caring about the like, and I don't not care about the audience, but I mean I I don't play. To them, you're so. not performing for them. You're doing your podcast, and they're observing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the audience, the giant audience, is the people listening to the podcast yeah, yeah. later. And yeah. so, 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 I guess I got used to it. And then, so the Bell Center wasn't that different. I was surprised how not like intimidated I was. Like, well, they right? also listen, right? Like all those people must listen to the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of get that. Like, there's always an audience here. Yeah. But these guys don't. We're here to observe their yeah. conversation. And they were there for the just. The, a lot of the people, like apparently, some of the sections, uh, the they couldn't hear at all. So they they were just there. <laughs> it's just a happening. It. Yeah, they were just hey, they I'm I'm hear. drinking in a big room with people wearing the same shirt. So when you do when you do this, were there moments where there weren't laughs? We were just having a conversation, or what? What? What do you open up talking about with these guests? No, I I was lucky. Like it, we, it, it was I got laughs the whole time. Like I was even surprised because uh, I figured a big room. Like, yeah, I've done stand up in in that room once or twice, and I hated it. 
because it like the laughs aren't as big as a theater and you you notice when a joke doesn't hit as well and you get nervous but with the podcast i i, I didn't care at all did you let your sound guy keep 100% of the door up for this yeah. one? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, you changed up the okay. contract a little bit. And he told me, like, the guy, because he, he does sound and video, he called me the night before going, hey, uh, what cameras do I use? And I was like, you haven't fucking <laughs> figured planned that out yet? And I was like, you motherfucker. I was so angry. But we had to use him because the Bell Center, they were filming a Netflix special, like, the, the week of. And... Uh, if if uh, so, my thing I wasn't allowed filming it professionally. They said you can film it with your shitty cameras right. and one guy. So I had one, I had one cameraman to film a fucking. That's all they would let you which do. Is, yeah. Which would explain why those cameras on the yeah. tripods, yeah. are just up there on the stage with you because you just set them up, yeah. and hit record. Yeah, and but we had we used the because the jumbo jumbotron cameras we used those for the so they had their. Camera people. I did a I did a theater. Did you get to keep their feed. Yeah, we got to. Uh, keep oh, that's nice. Feed. Yeah, that's cool. I did a theater a couple of weeks ago, and they uh, I had Soraya there just to shoot my set, and they're like, "Wow, the these fucking unions!" And they're like, "Wow, the unions because it's a professional. It's just, it's like a handheld camera." And I'm like, "What do you? I've never had a person in a room tell me that." And they go, "Yeah." So they actually checked it with the union, and they actually said, "Oh, yeah, no problem because it's just it's not for release. Yeah. It's maybe for clips, or whatever." But that they talked to me about another comic. And they said he had a problem where they just wouldn't let his camera guy film these fucking, the unions. It's it's so unreasonable. It's not like you're doing a special. Yeah. It was just somebody for your own, your clips or your Patreon. And that's what it is. Like every comic films should be filming all their sets. Yeah, but they all got to get their fucking hands in. Of course. And, and then, I had to sign a thing that we wouldn't release it professionally. But for them, releasing it professionally means uh, either wow. like a streaming platform like Netflix or Amazon or TV. But putting it on YouTube... They were like, no, that's okay. But YouTube, I, we that's get like millions gonna... of views. Right. Yeah. But and... that's okay. Millions of views is okay. Putting it on shitty network French-Canadian TV <laughs> is that for silly? nine people, that's, that's not okay. So they let you one guy walking around filming. And that, I guess that does exist. How many cameras did you have set up? Uh, we had, I think we had four. And then plus the, the Jumbotron people had six. So we had 10 cameras. Okay. Yeah. And your guy. Yeah. Yeah, we had 10 cameras in all. Were you annoyed that he didn't have an answer? I was so fucking... <laughs> and then I saw... Because he was filming a documentary, too. And about three minutes before I go on stage, he asked me, he goes, can, uh, can I ask you a couple of questions uh, for the documentary? And I was like, you do realize, like, one, you should be on stage already. And two... They're about to introduce me. Like, I was like, what the fuck? That's, it, why, that's why I never ask Hot Dog what he's doing. I don't. I'll yell at him after if it doesn't work out, but I know it'll just be yeah. dumb shit like this, where he's like, "No, I hadn't even thought about it. Is it in two hours? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, you know what? Just I'm not even going to talk to you. You know what the assignment is. Do the thing, and if it doesn't work out, yeah, I'll never let you hear the end of it. See, I like to. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, I want to make sure I know what they're doing. So this way, if it's if it's about to be, I learned the hard way from that podcast yeah, yeah. not being recorded that you just fucking realize like I, I got to check. I don't not not hover. But make sure that someone is kind of doing what I need done. Yeah. Like, see, for my, my shows, I'm doing a tour now with the podcast. I hired a, a real director to film it. So we, I have my podcast guy that he's there and he, he does the podcast. But the other guy is, has actual cameras and he has camera people. And he's following me like he's going to come to Europe. And I saw, like, every podcast we did. With him, the quality is the same as TV. What would it have cost to have a professional crew 
I mean, you probably could have done it if you had been willing to go that route. Yeah, I would have had to go with the the union. So probably would have cost me maybe like forty or fifty thousand. Yeah, maybe worth it. I mean, maybe yeah, no, maybe prob- worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, d- it's definitely worth it because like <laughs> now, like the biggest thing I've ever done. When you watch it, you're like. God damn, this looks like a Make-A-Wish kid, you know, that <laughs> wanted to do a podcast. But that's almost the charm of it, yeah. too, right? That yeah. you're just like, no, we, you we just didn't this, give a fuck. We had this yeah. twenty thousand seat yeah. arena, and I just had my guy take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. Some, I kind of like that. It, it kind of works. There's yeah. a romance to it. But uh, this has got to help you sell other tickets in other French-speaking places. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, definitely. I went like just selling out the because I was always a, a theater comic, and selling that that arena out. Like uh, for shows, now I get booked sometimes to do arenas. I don't like doing stand-up in an arena, though. I've never done it in an... Actually, I have once. I've done bigger theaters, and I, I prefer a smaller. Yeah. No, I think the best size room is like a 1,000. 1,000 people me. is the best. Yeah. But I, 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 I tell myself lately that, no, 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 you know, 140 in a 300-seat yeah. room, 140 people. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. Plenty of room to spread out and laugh. And you get a nice little echo. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Yeah. When the laugh reverberates, yeah. right. it comes back to yeah, you. Yeah, you want an echo. You want how, an echo. How much did this help you, this whole thing with, with this kid getting mad at you and the, the Human Rights Commission, how much did that help you, do you think, overall with... Moving people, tickets, yeah, yeah and people yeah. kind of going, we like this guy, yeah. and I, th- I think him. it did, it did help a lot. It's just I, I would have preferred not to have it anyway. Sure, of course. And I'm, I'm a glass half full guy, so I looked like a piece of shit the first couple of years because people were like, oh, this must suck, and I was like, no, it's cool. People are talking about me, right? And, and but I was, I was almost just saying that to make myself believe it and then there'd be articles in the French press look at this piece of shit he's happy that he's famous yeah. <laughs> for hurting a kid but meanwhile they made yeah. you famous by making exactly. a legal right. issue exactly. out of it right. exactly yeah, that's what made it famous how much do you think in legal fees total uh, four, uh, about 450,000 Canadian isn't it crazy so like 350 American I mean, but you don't get that money back no no and, it's just uh, gone we yeah, got, it's gone it's just fucking burned yeah we had though like um, you had done a show uh, just for laughs organized uh, a show to raise money that uh, Jim did that uh, uh, Ralphie May Jeff Ross yeah Jeff a bunch of people and we raised like I think uh, 18,000 oh okay yeah yeah so I didn't pay 450 still though yeah. I mean that's, that's 18 <laughs> is not enough to cover no, your no it yeah. doesn't cover much that's no. not even close to covering yeah. no, no does Bruce have you coming back uh, this year yeah I'm hosting uh, the nasty show this year oh that's right it says yeah yeah very very cool. Hey, what's the deal with the uh, wildfires up there? What's really going on? I've I've no idea. Like when I saw that uh, New York was f- like full of smoke. I live in Montreal. Montreal was super nice. So I was like, where the fuck is this smoke coming from? Yeah, very mysterious. Huh? Yeah, you has know, it been affecting you guys the way it, us? Uh, I was in Europe when it, it it affected Montreal for like a day or two, and then that was it. Hmm. How did the fuck with us worse? Very mysterious. Yeah, government psyop. Uh, Could be. I don't know. Canadian doesn't have the uh, issues. Canadian doesn't have the... Meaning, he's like, he doesn't have the issues up there. Yeah. Right. So maybe it's something that's happening here. Right. Very weird. Or a fire... Turn like, us orange. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How's Derek Edwards? Uh, I haven't... <laughs> I always ask anyone from who lives north Who's of Derek Buffalo. Edwards. He's a, a, a hilarious really Canadian comic. comic. He's okay. probably the best comic from Canada. Really? I met him yeah. doing a, the Vale comedy competition 1995 or 96, I think. And Derek won it, and he was uh, he was supposed to get like a Letterman spot. That was one of the things you got when you won. And I think they fucked him out of that. He never got it, or he couldn't do it, or he's a very very funny guy. 
Oh, fuck. So he couldn't do it since he didn't have, like, a visa? Oh, I don't know. I, you know what? I have no idea what happened. Uh, I just maybe Letterman didn't book him, or maybe he was supposed to do it in Kansas. I have no idea. I know literally, I know less than I've already said. Okay, yeah. I just remember meeting him and him being a great comic. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of good comics in Canada, but there's no money. Like, the on the French side, we make money, but on the English side, it's really hard. So they all have to move here. Mm. Well, the JFL Festival, like, every time I've gone up, I, doesn't the nasty show happen at the same time as a lot of the French stuff is going on? Yeah. It's before a lot of the people in the business from the U.S. get up there. Oh. So guys who are going up there thinking they're getting a deal doing the nasty show, yeah. you're not. Cause right. the, 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 yeah, no one sees you. And you don't get deals anymore anyway from festivals, but still. Yeah, the principle. Yeah. I think that's a big part. They have a French festival and an American yeah. version. The first two weeks are the French festival and the second two are the uh, the English one. And the the nasty show starts like the first week. So it's it, it, it's all French shows and the nasty show. Do the French shows sell as well as the U as the American ones? Uh, not anymore. Like this year's the first year they're not doing galas. You know they always have the, yes. the galas. The, they're not doing French galas anymore. Hmm. They're doing English galas. Yeah, they're still doing English galas. I don't know who uh, watches those. I'd like, but <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who who like the the English galas are good because it's all like big American stars and British stars. So there's a big lineup. But the French galas, it's all guys from Montreal. So you're like, I can see this guy in a club for $14 or pay 80 mm -hmm. and be far away. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. I've done a couple of those. I was never a big invite on the gala. After a while, yeah. they just have to because yeah. you're there. Like, all right, we've known Jim for 20 years. Yeah, we did one. It was the, the 30th anniversary of the Nasty show that Bob Saget was hosting. Oh, wow. Like a dirty gala. Did I do that too? Yeah, oh, my memory is so I remember bad. you didn't want to close. Like they'd put you on, and you were supposed to close, but you didn't. You didn't want to close. Yeah, I never have the fucking yeah. faith to close. Who did close? Uh, I think it was Amy Schumer. Oh, was Amy on that too? Yeah. Who else was on that show? Her, it, it, there was Amy Schumer. There was Jimmy Carr. There was you. There was me. There was Mike Wilmot. And oh, was, Mike Wilmot! I love Mike yeah. Wilmot. He's very funny. And there was. Uh, uh, you don't want to close. I just never think I'm good enough. Like I'm Come just. On, I, but I'm telling you, that's just something. Like, ah, get somebody else who's better. To, Real, that, that's fucking insane to me. Yeah, you're I'm, so good. Thank you, but I know I never like to. I'm like, ah, let's somebody. Can we look up that thing, Travis? He's, he's looking for. I'm curious okay. as to. I have no memory yeah. of that. And there was Triumph, the insult comic dog. Oh, oh wait, yeah, was no Tom Arnold was not on that one. No, I did one with no. Carrie Fisher hosted. Okay, that's awesome. I remember Brian Posehn was on that. He was so psyched <laughs> because the fucking lady from Star Wars, yeah, Princess Leia. But they intro the lady you from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> they intro you from the other side of the stage. Like they, she'll say your name and then walk left, but you're coming on from right, so yeah. you don't even really interact with the uh, with the host much. Yeah, I think I was. Are you sure I was on the second one? I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for HBO, HBO Canada, and I think it didn't air in America, but it aired in. Uh, I think South Africa and Australia. What year do you know? Uh, I have no idea. Maybe was it 2010? 2010, yeah, maybe. Uh -huh. 2009, 2010. Yeah. Look at my guy over there. Look at all skinny fingers over there it just was cruising called, the keyboard. It was called JFLXXX, the name of the, the nice. show. It's a good, yeah. That's actually a great name. Yeah. 30. Yeah. And, uh, 30 and dirty. Naughty. Pro pornography. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Ties in nicely. Oh, yeah. Who's on the nasty show this year? Um, I have no idea. Okay. I should have looked. <laughs> they asked me to do yeah. it, but I couldn't. Uh, it's hard to get away for the length of time. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long do you have to uh, go it's on for? It's the sheet. I think Donnell. Uh, 
Yeah, on it. Donnell, Donnell Rawlings, Steph Tolliv, uh, oh, Adrian uh, Lapalucci, and Jeffrey Asmus. Adrian is so funny. Yes, she is. And yeah, so is Donnell. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be a good show. I Those shows too. are always fun. They're, they're the best shows at the fest. You, uh, yeah. you get to open for Bill Cosby at one point? I opened for Bill Cosby. That was... Uh, <laughs> That, that time, was I last mean. last summer. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. It's funny. Well, you, you had to do fifteen and then crush up pills. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think I, that was in two thousand seven or eight. How was he to deal with? It was. He was very bizarre. He yeah. was oh, very really? bizarre. Yeah, because he was. He, he, they had booked me. It was a for a festival show, and they booked me to open for him. And I was like. I'm I'm too dirty. I can't open for him. And they were like, "No, you you're, you'll do fine. You'll do fine." So then I ended up doing it. And his people found out who I was. So then they wanted to get me off the show. But my, I was like, "Fuck you!" Like the contract signed. I said I didn't want to do it. Like we've established, right. you don't yeah. you don't go anywhere. I so, told you yeah. I was a pig. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So then they the Cosby's people had. Um, like they they put in a system, or I don't know, this system was probably there. But he he was in the dressing room listening to my set, and if anything I said, he if he found anything offensive, he'd leave, and they'd still have to pay him. So they put that clause in his contract. So I had like a shit ton of pressure, and wow. the festival people were like coming up to me every three minutes, going, "Okay." You do know uh, Mr. Cosby uh, doesn't like offensive humor. And then I was just asking him, like, uh, asking him if, uh, like, fisting jokes. Uh, like, is, is fist fucking vulgar? And then just to see the reaction. And I ended up doing, like, a clean set, uh, like 10 minutes, 12 minutes. But the guy that went on before me, he, he's a clean comic. So no one had told him, uh, don't be dirty. So he was doing jokes. Like that were crazy, not not crazy dirty, but for Cosby, really dirty. And I was like, "Fuck!" If Cosby hears this, he's just gonna leave, and they're gonna blame me. Yeah, yeah. What a shit thing for Cosby to do. Like, I guess because they couldn't get you off the show, they're like, "Okay, well, if you're gonna," ins it's funny that Cosby's yeah. people couldn't. Like Bill Cosby couldn't say no. I don't want this person because they're yeah. dirty. Yeah, it's well, the festival. Deal. I mean, the festival should have just paid you and then hired someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been the move. Yeah, as opposed to risking him walking out yeah. and going to refund everybody. Because they were giving him a hundred thousand. They were giving me five thousand. So just give me five. Yeah, and, and cancel, cancel. Me. Yeah, don't but worry. Five thousand is still a lot of money, but yeah, but if you're risking a hundred thousand, it might yeah, be yeah, worth yeah. to just drop five. He was he was weird though. Like he like I didn't know any of like he he didn't seem like a rapist when I met him but oh, okay yeah. <laughs> but he was weird because he he thought he was in France I, I opened for him in Quebec City and he like he uh, they asked me they were like do you want to meet him and I was like okay so I'm in a lineup and he's asking people he just he wouldn't ask their names he'd just go are you French or English and the person go I'm French and then he'd start doing jokes about France and so, sort of like crowd work about France and I was like this fucking guy think he's in France and then he'd ask someone you French or English they go English, and then he'd do jokes about Prince Charles and Lady Di, and I was like, okay, he thinks we're in Europe. So when it was my turn, he goes, are you French or English? And I was like, okay, I'm French-Canadian and English-Canadian, because in Canada, there are two official languages in Canada. And I said Canada about 10 times, <laughs> and he was just like, I didn't ask for your life story. And <laughs> yeah. then I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm yeah, was he being a dick or joking? Yeah, no, he was being a dick. 
Yeah, and then he, I said French, <laughs> then he said a joke about a baguette, and oh, I was yeah, like, I was okay. Trying, I was trying to help yeah, you, Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, you have no and, idea where yeah. you are. Did the crowd like him? Uh, they did, but they thought it was weird that the first, like, 28 minutes were about Paris. <laughs> like, it was all, it was all shit about... What did he think that, like, oh, French... Canadians, that means they're French yeah. and they just came to Canada. He thought they all yeah. lived from, from France. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we travel. And that means English yeah. Canadian is like, yeah, they're yeah. from England and yeah, they yeah. come to Canada. Yeah, he was very weird. Very weird. And see, my dad, like, I brought my dad to the show because my dad's about the same age. And my dad fucking loved it. And I was like, didn't you think it was weird? that he was talking about croissants all the time and baguettes. <laughs> and then my dad was like, well, we have croissants too. And I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, we fucking, yeah, we have croissants. Like, they have croissants in Boston. But no yeah, one yeah, goes yeah, to Boston. Yeah, you have croissants like we yeah. have. Yeah. That, like, the, at, in Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. It's not a part of your yeah. culture. Yeah, no. no, exactly. No. Well, the chocolatine. Yeah. That's what they call the uh, the croissant, the, uh, the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, with the chocolate inside. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. It's a fine treat. Pain I saw chocolat. What's that? It's French. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh. You know. Wow. Yep, you were right. Ben Folds. Isn't that a singer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Ben Folds, Folds Five? Five? Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's 2012. Bob hosted that. I don't even remember. Was Was that when we were up there? With O&A. Maybe. Yeah. Was that the one where Anthony did the whatever. set? No, that was... Th- I mean, it maybe it was the same year, but, but it was a different show. No, yeah, this was a guy. Oh, yeah, Anthony did that set. It was, I forget the street. It was an upstairs yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, was that was like a secret show. And yeah, they were supposed show. to yeah. both do it, uh, but one of them left. So okay. Anthony did it. Anthony did it. Went on by himself. He was funny, too. He did like 10 minutes, like, spur of the moment. Totally off the cuff. Crazy. And he went up and he was just, he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Cosby once just to go see him in, um, this is probably... 2010 or 11 and uh, in Jersey he was doing it and it was, it was great to watch him I mean just to see what he did and how he yeah. he was very nice to me but again okay. I, I'm sure you could catch him on a weird day yeah I think maybe too that like maybe he was a dick to me because I was like pushed on him like he didn't he you, tried to get me off the show and I still came up right I and still then you came said to the show Canada like yeah, nine yeah. times Canada <laughs> Canada, Canada, <laughs> all Canada I talked about my country what was the venue it was uh it was an outdoor show like some weird Oof. outdoor show yeah so uh, I, I don't even know if that venue has a name it was outside Quebec City just something they did outside oh, yeah. oh Quebec City yeah in Quebec City there and we didn't even sell it it was a free show and a, a five thousand seater, and only about two thousand people showed up. Since there, for there aren't Cosby for free, because there's no there's no English people in Quebec City. Wow, there are almost no English people. I spe- yeah, I've spent a weekend there. It was, it's very. I st- they put me in a room that Hitchcock used to stay in. Okay, in this ancient. What's that? There's a really the Chateau Frontenac. Maybe I don't remember. It was a very nice old, almost haunted hotel. Okay. Um, well, I didn't realize that Cosby would only do two thousand tickets. Yeah. What wow. what what were you it's in Quebec City world. for? Just vacation, just okay. traveling. Nothing, okay. no gig, no nothing. Okay. Just to see what it was like. That's awesome. You do twenty thousand paid. Cosby does two thousand free. <laughs> You're the fucking man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but the people who who, who saw him kind of liked him. Yeah. No, people like because he was like like uh, and this was like old like he was old so he didn't he'd just sit down yep. and he had a box of Kleenex. And he'd like stick like fingers up his nose, like he'd be on stage, oh. and he'd like just stick like he'd put a Kleenex over the finger, but stick the f- whole finger up his yeah, nose. Yeah, it doesn't count as picking your nose yeah. if there's a Kleenex on your finger. And I was like, this guy is really comfortable. 
that's, I'll, I'll never be that comfortable on stage. Dude, that's what I noticed about him, too. When I saw him in, in Jersey, he had like a headset mic, okay. and there was a big chair on stage and a little rug and like a, a, a small table, and there was no opener. He just kind of walked out and just sat down, and he kind of launched into a new bit, and it did okay. Um, he's totally comfortable just kind of exploring, yeah. and then you knew like the next bit murdered because you're like, okay, now he knows he yeah. has to kill to, you know. But to watch a guy that comfortable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. One guy that I saw that I really I'm happy I saw was uh, Don Rickles. Mm. Did you see Rickles live when he was at the festival? I remember I was backstage with Gabriel Iglesias and somebody else. He was sitting at that point. Um, it was some big show at the festival, and we just went to pay tribute to Rickles. Um, I saw him live once in Vegas, I think with Jim Florentine, we, uh, I was opening for Dice and we were doing the late show at the Stardust and Rickles was doing the early show. So I forget, I don't know if Joan Rivers was with or somebody else. That's, that's actually from that Montreal show. But I went to, to see him in, um, in Vegas. I got to see him once. Okay. He was very funny. Yeah. He was him? so good. Did you call him dad? No, I know. We guys, we did have that similar. There's a picture of us at the Tonight Show together, where I'm smiling and he's smiling, and the smile kind of looks uh, similar. Yes, for sure. Similar. Yeah, but everybody backstage just wanted to say hi to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, oh, that's a good picture. Yeah, yeah. He was lovely. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't know him well at all, but he was always nice. Yeah, he was. And you so got to good. play him. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's dead by that point. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you get to play Rickles in a Scorsese movie. That's yeah. a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. No, no, I mean it was. I, I agree. It was cool. God damn, that's humble. It was it, it's it wild. Was, it was, it, no, it was very cool. I'm yeah. very happy I did it. I just, uh, I just wish I knew him better. Just a couple of quick little interactions. Yeah, always, always nice though. Always fun. I'm sure. Yeah, I like watching comedians pay tribute to a guy like that. Like when when you see other like like you know Gabriel Iglesias sells out fucking you know small nations. Yeah. But when you see yeah. him backstage, just like hoping for a hand. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah, kind of lets us all know where we are in the pecking order. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, like they're all pretty much gone now. The that generation. The right? legends, except for Bob, Bob Newhart. Newhart. Yeah, Bob Newhart. His wife just alive. died. Oh, he's, uh, Bob Newhart's still sharp too. He's still. We've had him on the. We've had him on the phone. Have we ever had him in studio? No. No. He's just. He's no. Called I in a call. He liked our show for some reason. Like we had him on a couple of times, and he was very, <laughs> very sharp. For some reason, yeah. I don't know. He liked our show for some reason. <laughs> no, I mean as an inter like not as a fan, but to do the interview. I guess he liked the questions. No, no. I'm saying that it was funny to me that you couldn't understand why someone How would someone enjoy doing like the show. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but I guess that did read kind of shitty. But I didn't mean it like that. I just meant there was something about, I guess, our interview that he enjoyed. Yeah. I think though, for a good. guy like that, having uh, a comic ask him questions, it's always better than having a journalist. Maybe because you're not going to ask certain. Where do you get your right? Like I don't, you know, stop. Yeah. Yeah, where do you get your ideas? Do you yeah. write them down? Yeah. Or do you, like, dictate them into a phone? Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just the questions are not quite as awful. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what... We weren't good, but we were less awful. You know, that interview was a lot less awful than I thought it <laughs> would be. Than some guy from the Wall Street Journal right. who would have asked. It's just... Like, you know how it is. You do. Yeah. You, it's like they're coming right out of your Wikipedia. We all do it. I mean, I interview fighters. I ask Wikipedia questions, but... Ugh, cares yeah. if I was born in Bayonne? Who the fuck yeah. cares? Like well, you're asking me a question that you funny? and everybody else knows the answer to. Yeah, it's a and, waste of our time. And it shows that, like, and again, they're not responsible to know a lot about me. But who cares I where I was born? Who I mean, cares where I was born? Right. It's not yeah. funny. And I think they're just doing that to show, hey, I know about you. 
Like they yeah. think yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. gonna go. This guy fucking did his homework. <laughs> he didn't yeah. just read the first thing on my Wikipedia. What was it like growing up in New Jersey? <laughs> you're a Jersey guy, right? Yeah. yeah, I am. So what? And you do it with that familiarity. Yeah. You're a Jersey guy, huh? Yeah. What was that? that must have been wild growing no. up. In <laughs> you go, I got molested. I hated it. Yeah, yeah trust me, that's exactly what I want to say. Yeah, I blew a lot of my friends. Yeah, that what was be, your childhood like. It'd be great if they didn't if they didn't fully do their research, like you're on a a morning show or something, and they're like, What is this monster rain? <laughs> you don't want to I know. live for that question on a new show. <laughs> so yeah. I can answer it. Yeah. Well, my friends and I as a boy. As Did a you grow up boy. in Montreal? Uh no, I grew up in Quebec City. Yeah, Quebec City. Same went to the same high school as Norm Macdonald, but not at the same time. No, he's a little older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot but, of his clips have been coming up recently. I don't yeah. in my Instagram thing. It's just so fucking. I don't watch a lot of stuff, so everything I'm seeing I've never seen, and it's just hilarious. Do you ever see yeah. the clips of him, like from his show, having guests on and accusing his co-host of anti-Semitism in front of the guests? No. They're great. That's very oh funny. yeah, it's you know the what best he thing says. In the world. You yeah. know what he says. <laughs> he calls him a notorious anti-Semite. He's, he's a notorious anti-Semite. <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, yeah. I'm not." He's like, "I, I, I," like he's trying to yeah. go with it without and plus, putting like, himself in a corner. His co-host is Adam Egan, and he he's Jewish. So there's something funny about yeah. a Jewish guy having to explain that he's not an anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll go like, "Ah, you had a question." Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. When you get yeah, when your algo starts feeding you norm stuff, yeah, it has been lately. And you go sure. down a rabbit hole that There's like so you much. spend hours. There's so much. Yeah, like, this is a great video. I mean, this is Norm McDonald trolling Adam Egan for nine minutes straight. Yeah. Wait, are you Jewish? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I love, I love the Jewish people. <laughs> that lady I saw you with last night. <laughs> Rude. Bit of a hippo. I read about a hippo <laughs> swallowing a man, and I thought of you. <laughs> now you remember, you remember Ruth? 21 years old. He was in a McDonald's going, you want lids on these? <laughs> Everybody's different, but... It's worth it, that. Now, here, can you pick it up, Adam? Yeah, also, sure, can you hit pause for a sec? He does it in a way where he's talking to the guest, and he's got his back to Adam. <laughs> so it's like, he he's dismisses. Like, this guy over here... <laughs> No, but while you're down there. Yeah. <laughs> Walked off the bus, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just completely like this fucking now, heat barrier. Adam Egan, do you think you could do that? No. Try it, though, do for it. the folks. <laughs> do it for the folks. There's the Saharan. Okay. Just... Sets oh, him up to it? fail. Okay, then you'll get it. Oh, okay. Okay. Half Jewish. No, I'm full. Full Jewish. Full Jewish. All right, then. But you're young, so you might not get yeah, it. Maybe. Okay, so here's the joke. Holocaust denier. <laughs> we first met. I met you underneath the Queensboro Bridge. You at the time were jerking off punks for $15 a man. A man. My whole family's watching. <laughs> My grandmother. Your family doesn't know that when you were a young man, you used to jerk off punks for fifteen dollars a man. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars a man. <laughs> the latest Archie telling a joke. The uh, the latest Archie comic shows gay character Kevin kissing his boyfriend Devin 
Another barrier will be broken next month when in a dream sequence, Jughead will be show fisting Betty Crocker. God damn, you're illiterate. It's a show fit. No. Oh, you're right. Tell me your favorite episode of JSM. Uh, it was probably the episode where um, I love the one where, where David Cross was uh, oh, yeah. Donnie. Slow tell tell yeah, me your second down. one. Uh, probably the one with the birds. Is that when I went in the birdcage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we date a girl and she puts us in a birdcage. What was your third favorite? Oh, James? fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, watch two. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this week, uh, Aaron Johnson. All right, we were just going to end up so watching the whole video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I realized I was just watching for pleasure. Oh, <laughs> God, is he funny? <laughs> He's great. And Norm, like the uh, the school I went to, when when, when he was on uh, Weekend Update, I was at that high school. No one even knew he went there. Like, I found out like years, years, years later. And I I, I talked shit about the school uh, a couple years ago, like right right before Norm died. I, in an interview, I said how the school sucked because they, they never, like, they have a hall of, like, a wall of fame. They don't have Norm. So they put him up. So I was happy. They oh, did. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How could they not? Yeah, I had to shame him. And did you know him? Right thing. No, I, I he uh, he text me. Apparently, he did that to a lot of Canadian comics. Like, he, and he very, like, one time I was like, I, I think he thinks we met because he'd be, he'd just, like, text me, hey, man, uh, how's it going? And I'd be like, Good. And I'd be, I'd be like, what the, why the fuck is Norm texting me at four in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. But he, uh, and yeah, but so he texts me like just, uh, to see how I was doing. And, uh, yeah, he was very cool, That's but awesome. I never met him. That's awesome. We should take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I have to shit. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Uh, Mike Ward is here. You can uh, check out everything he's doing at MikeWard.ca or follow him at MikeWardCA. Of course, Two Drink Minimum every Wednesday. That's the English language podcast. Uh, and you can look him up on YouTube for, to see this arena stuff that we were talking about. That's great. About. Yeah, and tour dates. He's got some tour dates coming up. Yep, in Montreal, July 4th. Toronto, July 7th. The Nasty Show, Just for Laughs, is going to be July 18th through the 26th. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, and the other dates, but they're all in French. <laughs> well, yeah. so if you want some French comedy, MikeWard.ca. We'll be right back. It's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Sam Roberts. Back after this. Here they are. Jim and Sam are back. Oh, it's perfect. Welcome back. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Mike Ward hanging out with us. You can listen to Mike Ward uh, every Wednesday on the Two Drink Minimum podcast. You can check him out coming up in uh, Montreal, Toronto, just for laughs. Go to MikeWard.ca or follow him on Twitter at MikeWardCA. So what's got you in New York? Uh, just this. Yeah, I came to see you guys because uh, of the show in, in Toronto and, and uh, the Nasty Show. Uh, the festival asked me to, to do uh, like promo and i was like no one listens to radio in right. montreal or toronto right. so i was like i'll come to new york oh that's great it's, you're the best way to reach people in montreal and new york that's and awesome toronto sorry yeah we always had such a good time doing shows or when we were doing them like doing the live shows we did up at the up at the comedy festival yeah in, it was that always festival so fun. is so fun so fun yeah, yeah. Everybody's just around. The city's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it takes over everything. Yeah, and it sucks that it's not this. Like when you talk to older guys, that in the old days, uh, young comics, that you, 
you'd get deals like you'd get two hundred thousand just to stay home and not go work for Fox. Yeah, like it was retarded. Now that doesn't exist anymore, but it's still fun. Yeah. I never got a development deal. No, no, they didn't never. Wanna, they didn't want to. Ah, oh, we better scoop this guy up before somebody else does. No, it's funny. No one ever felt that way. They, <laughs> they all felt like we don't have to pay you to stay away from the networks. Uh, your lack of ability will just do that for free. Yeah, no, never got a deal. No, I mean, I feel like businesses, uh, media businesses are changing. I just saw Netflix is uh, doing a pop-up restaurant. Really? In Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. What? There's a Netflix restaurant huh. that they're opening in they Los serve? Angeles. Uh, I don't know. Dinner? <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. a very strange thing. It's a strange thing. Netflix to launch pop-up restaurant in Los Angeles featuring Curtis Stone, Rodney Scott, and more star chefs. It's called Netflix Bites. That's are they cute. doing a show? On the network, is it something like that? Like, is I, it? A... I don't know. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be. I doubt that this is for a show. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like when they started really pushing Netflix as a joke. Maybe they're now trying to like get all those star chefs to make Netflix shows. So that's like, what I'm. Yeah, maybe to promote something, yeah. not a, a reality show, but to promote something else on the platform. Right. Yeah. Like maybe they're yeah promoting a cooking cooking shows with all these chefs that they're not actually doing in that restaurant. But all right, so that's Sam's mic. I know. Yeah, it is. It is. You'd think, <laughs> as you said, you did the show because people listen. You'd think they'd be like, oh, let's get some mic stands yeah. that are not the loudest humanly possible when they move. But oh, yeah. they, they all make that noise. They're right? very, yeah. very loud. Yours yeah. isn't as bad. Mine no. is loud. Okay, Sam's... see if you can hear this. I can't. Yeah. No. Barely. Okay, good. Just, barely. just barely. Right? <laughs> they fixed it. Good. Yeah. And you figure like the the guest mic is the one that no one moves. So put this one where Sam is. You would think, yeah, but, you know, yeah. Imagine they, yeah, yeah, no, they just leave it. They just go like, no, that's fine. It's fine as is. They don't care. Yeah. So that's what the uh, Netflix restaurant is going to look like. Yeah. I like that kind of red. I like that nice. Uh, I like a nice red v room, a red light. It's, it looks like the comedy store. Yeah, in a whorehouse. In yeah. a whorehouse. <laughs> that's what that's what you want when you bring a date to a restaurant. You want her to feel like it's a whorehouse yeah. or a comedy club. <laughs> what is this? What is this? A Netflix restaurant or some whorehouse? <laughs> I like red lighting. It's supposed yeah. to do something to you. I don't know what. Are those chefs going to actually be cooking in the restaurant, or are they going to be serving dishes inspired by those chefs? I imagine they'll have them... I mean, if it's Netflix. Maybe for special events. You're assuming Netflix can get them to cook for a week or he'll be here for, you know, a, 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 what are they called? A, uh, what Billy Joel just did? A residency. Maybe Netflix a is creating a pop-up restaurant on June 30th. Oh, so is it just one day that it's going to be open? I couldn't be. Oh, so is this just like a big promo thing that everybody's like, they figured everybody would tweet that Netflix has a restaurant, but it's only going to be open for one day? No, it's Monday through Sunday. The hours of operation are Monday through Sunday. Yeah, that's what it says. Everyone should book a reservation and then not show up. <laughs> Since it's Just only open empty. for a day. Yeah. No, it looks like it's yeah. two weeks. Okay. Oh, it's a, okay, yeah, so it's two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to get these chefs? It's kind of smart because it'll be, it's like, it'll be promo for whatever, but also they're going to charge for the meals. Sure. Right? So they're going to make money anyway. It says... Chefs attending. Attending Netflix Bites include Curtis Stone. Is he the naked chef? That's right. Nice. 
Dominique Crenn, Rodney Scott. I'm out of the celebrity chef game. I fucking cannot stand celebrity chefs. I don't give a fuck. Why aren't they letting Guy Fieri cook up some, some food there? Yeah, you know what I mean. Put make some like greasy chicken sandwich or something like that. That's what people love his stuff. He's a deal Food Network. Yeah, uh, these are all Netflix that, chefs. Oh, uh, okay. That's why. I mean, yeah. I just don't care about celebrity chefs at all. I'm sure if they made me something, I'd love mm. it. But I don't give a fuck. Right. You like Gordon and his eggs? I did. Yeah, they were delicious. They, these guys are Gordon Ramsay taught yeah. him how to make scrambled eggs. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. But I mean. I still have not cooked them again. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't make them as well as he would have. Mine were runny. I've been watching some of that Gordon Ramsay reality show. How yeah, is it's, it? It's pretty good. Okay. It's kind of a throwback because they don't make, like, those competition reality shows, it's very similar to the way they all used to be, but they don't do them as much anymore. Is he still mean like he was? Because he, that, that was kind the of, fun thing about yeah, him. Yeah, kind of, but he's also, like, he's toned it down okay. to survive yeah, yeah. this kind climate. of new climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's changed his game up a little bit. Yeah, Gordon, he, you can't call her a fat cunt. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. It used to be just like curse and spit in people's yeah. faces and tell them they'll never get to do anything. Now it's like it's not nice, but it's not, it's not cruel. Okay. It used to be cruel. Yeah, now it's like, hey, you know, you got to go on a beach and make 100 tacos in two hours. And they're like, you only made 98 tacos? You don't belong here. <laughs> You're like, okay, I don't yeah. know why I'm watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want but the I mean stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I prefer the mean stuff. They I'm could, waiting for them to the piss The only them way off. to do it, I think, would be to trick us into thinking it was filmed in 2009. Right. Like, hey, we before. found this an old before. show. Yeah. In a vault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, but like, he also, like, it, it became such a business, Gordon Ramsay just being mean to people, that he also did, because he did Kitchen Nightmares, and that show's incredible. That's one of the best shows ever. Is that the one that started him? Uh, no, I, wasn't that Hell's Kitchen? Hell's Kitchen started yeah. him. I like Kitchen Nightmares where he goes around and just tells restaurants what they're doing wrong. Kind of like John Taffer. Yeah. Yeah, except he's... John Taffer seems more helpful, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Like, John Taffer seems like he's coming from a genuine yeah. place, whereas Gordon Ramsay is like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll shit on all these people. Oh, Kitchen Nightmares was before Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, Kitchen. before, yeah. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen was the, like, reality show. Where he was getting all the chefs together and yelling at the chefs as they were trying to prepare dinner very quickly. It's crazy that there's so much interest in food. Yeah. People love food. Oh, no. Refrigerator Follies is on. I can't. It gives a shit. <laughs> People love heating up a pot of spaghetti and watching Refrigerator Follies. I don't even know what Refrigerator Follies is. Oh, it's this great reality show where they just open their refrigerator and find just all these Follies. Yeah, it's called Fridge Follies by the hardcore fans. Yeah, you watching Fridge Follies Yeah, today? you, you, see, you double see Double F? F? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call us. Yeah, they do. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, people love... But also, you know, there's a lot of... in. I don't know if it's like this in Canada or French Canada, but in America, there's like a lot of... Uh, Obese people that they go, no, I'm a foodie. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. You're not a foodie. You're not a foodie. You're eating yeah. a truck tire. Yeah. yeah. Fucking moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there eating flaming hot Cheetos, going, I'm kind of a foodie. Yeah. No, you, you don't have you don't have a, an advanced or a sophisticated palate. Right. You find when you can find this many foods that you like yeah. in a gas station yeah. store, yeah. you're not a foodie. You're a molested yeah. glutton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the name of my new show. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that, but I think that's the audience, right? That's why we have yeah. so many cooking shows. I guess, yeah, is because it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of what I do. They get in the kitchen, they cook up their own dishes, then they eat pop tarts for the rest of the night. <laughs> do you enjoy uh, Justin Trudeau? No, he's your guy, no. right? I, yeah, I fucking no? hate Justin oh, Trudeau. No? Yeah, 
Oh. No, he. The first time I went to court, uh, the day I got my, uh, uh, that they announced I was in court, he went on the air right after, and he wasn't talking about me. But it was a uh, uh, pink shirt day in Canada because nice. some kid got called uh, like a fag or something. So then they were like, because uh, he was wearing pink, so they were like, it oh. wasn't just because somebody's kid put their red hat in the laundry and then their dad yeah. showed up to work in a pink shirt. That, it might be something like I that. I think that's what happened. But but got declared insane. Wow. So uh, so uh, they they made pink shirt day to show that this kid was okay wearing a pink shirt. So Justin Trudeau comes on the air. Right after they announce me, they say a comedian Mike Ward went to court because of a joke. Then it cuts to Justin Trudeau, who goes, sticks and stones may break my bones, uh, but words will never hurt me. It's simply not true. Words <laughs> do hurt. Right. And I was like, oh, I think I just lost. Like, if my if my prime minister, that's the stance he's taking. What a yeah. douchebag. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a tough road. Yeah. Did he find blackface helpful? Yeah, blackface <laughs> doesn't hurt, apparently. Well, yeah, I guess Words not. Do. Words yeah. do. Right. Yeah. Who would have thought the same guy that celebrates pink shirt, they also celebrated blackface yeah. so actively? Yeah. And, <laughs> like, a bunch, a like a bunch of times. Like, at first it was like, oh, come on, he's just dressed as a yeah. lad and let him off the hook. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, this is like... It seemed like he just tried to yeah. come up with, like, what costume can I do black blackface? Yeah. yeah. And everyone that defended him was like, no, no, but this is from another era. And you're like, he was 37. Like, yeah. the, the last one, I think it was in 2009. <laughs> right. It was you're like, that's the Gordon Ramsay yeah, era. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, that just happened. No, he was, it seemed like he was finding costumes. Sure. Yeah. That he could wear his blackface in. <laughs> but he, he doesn't do this anymore. But if, if you Google any ethnicity or any country and Justin Trudeau you see him dressed up like when, when, he, when he'd go to Mexico he'd dress like a Mexican when he'd go to like he, he likes wearing costumes he does yeah. he's got no sense of who he is or he nah. just it feels like to fit in yeah. I think I saw uh, photos from uh India or something where he was just they were the whole oh, family yeah. was dressed oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What a fucking weenie. Everywhere he goes, it's just the energy is I'm down, yeah. right guys? Yeah. Hey guys, I'm down, right? It's such an yeah. I need to belong yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. What a weenie. And see the one on the, on the left there? Uh. He's dressed like an Indian with Indians that are, are just dressed normal. Yeah, so, yeah. they're just like we don't yeah. We don't wear that. Why are you yeah. did you get that at Party City? Yeah. He's so like when a guy is so desperate. To be to come off as gentle. Yeah, yeah, look how chill everybody else is in the crowd. Everybody's just chilling, just living their lives, and he's like, "We're yeah. doing this, man." Yeah. And look at his daughter. How much she hates him. You think she hates oh, him? Fuck, does she hate him? This, this is this is masking some kind of yeah. arrogant cunt aggression. Yeah. You think a so? guy. Yeah, any guy that's this. Oh my god, I feel you. There's a fucking cunt underneath that oh, yeah. oh, a masked aggression that's oh. a really weird mask guys who do that stuff it's like these guys who try to pretend that they think they're awkward these like handsome guys yeah that's a really arrogant confident person trying to feign like humility and acceptance uh, it's, it's so phony i yeah i mean when do you know the energy i'm talking 100%. about hundred percent yeah when a when a super in shape well-dressed handsome dude is self-deprecating and it's like you don't mean any of this the amount of time no, you would have I, had to spend yeah. in the mirror right. not talking about oh, you sorry. not oh. talking oh. about you it was clear from the description oh. Oh. <laughs> nothing up. before self-deprecating that's fair I mean, it's made a mistake that you're throwing a little compliment my yeah, like what <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd catch the compliment but it's that weird thing that certain like old comics used to do where 
They, they, they know that they're handsome guys. Like, you know girls like them, but they're kind of doing this weird thing with their arms, almost like robotic, like, holy Toledo, I don't know how to act up here. But you, you know that they're trying to yeah. mask this fucking cockiness. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys are just awkward, but not that feigned awkwardness. You can, yeah. yeah, you can Stop tell it. real awkwardness and most, feigned awkwardness. Most people that are awkward for real are ugly. I've yeah. noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because they haven't, they've... They've never developed the same way a confident, yeah. handsome person does. They're not confident. No, they're ugly. They shouldn't be confident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, on that note, uh... you, should, you should have low self-esteem. Why? You're visually unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ward will be at the Nasty Show at Club Soda in Montreal just for laughs, July 18th through the 26th. If you're headed up to Montreal just for laughs, make sure you check out the Nasty Show. Uh, he'll also be in Toronto, July 7th. Montreal, July 4th. Uh, and you can listen to Two Drink Minimum, the podcast, every single Wednesday. Uh, yeah, man. Always good talking to you, dude. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Anytime, buddy. Come see me tonight. Fat Black Pussycat. I'm doing my hour at 7 o'clock if you're in New York. And I'm uh, uh, popping over onto Busted Open after this. So. Oh, we'll hear you later on this channel, too. You could hear, yeah, you could pop over there, or you could listen to me later tonight here on this channel. Good. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Listen whenever you want with the SiriusXM app. Free for most subscribers. Download it today and start listening outside the car. Yes.